Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart. You know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Oh, hi there, everybody. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on RadioForHumans.com. Hi. <laughs> I've had Hello. A day. I've had a day. Uh, yeah, and of course, welcome to the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp, hello. Brother, I've had a day, too. And Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, welcome to you. I didn't have a day at all. Oh, dear Lord. God bless you. Yeah, thank you. Can I just tell everybody? Sure. The mechanic dropped a car... <laughs> On our car. What? <laughs> okay, you you already win the day. You you win the month. They dropped what? a car on our car. <laughs> I'm glad you could laugh about that. Me too. And um, we had the car in the shop for uh, the better part of a week. It went in last Thursday. And we got it out Wednesday, but they still, uh, but this is like such a saga. So there was something wrong with the coolant system and there was smoke coming out. We immediately took it. But right before we could, we, we pulled into our driveway and I'm like, pop the hood, uh, Suze. She pops the hood. The hood mechanism breaks. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> right. How old is your car, Ken? It's like a 2011 or something like that, 2010, 2011. Okay. It's pretty old. It's pretty old. It's, it, it, it's, it's served us well, but it's, it's getting laughable at this point. Um, so, so we took it to the shop. Uh, we're like, well, we got no choice. We're going to have to have them fix that, too. So, you know, we take it in. They're like, oh, the hood won't open. I'm like, yeah, we told you that. It should be in the paperwork <laughs> and everything. Uh, what oh what needed done and and it was like a who's on first thing for days because they kept saying we ordered this part it was the wrong part and oh did you know the hood wouldn't open too yeah we asked you to fix that too <laughs> and the oh parts God. should be on order and they're like oh oh wait let me look oh yeah the parts on order we'll, we'll call and see if it you know and they they kept saying the, the dealership was you know so basically we got it we got the call on on Wednesday, yeah, it was Wednesday. They said, they called Susan, and she said, they damaged our car. And I'm like, what? And so, you know, long story short, I, I call, and I'm like, I'm like, what happened to our car? <laughs> so, they, 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 what they do is they have a hydraulic lift mm -hmm. to the, that they put cars on, 
and they're able to park other cars underneath the hydraulic lift. Well, they did not secure the hydraulic lift properly. Oh, good God. And overnight, it gradually kept creeping down and down and down until it made contact with the passenger side of our car. So it's not as bad. I was picturing it just being flattened. I I figured, you know, all the windows would be busted out. And, you know, worst case scenario. Basically, it looks like somebody took, like, a sledgehammer to, like, one part right above the rear passenger door. All the doors work and everything. And it's just cosmetic. And they were like, but we're going to have to take, you're going to have to bring it back and we're going to have to take it in the shop because it's going to cost like seven, seven to $900 to, to have it fixed. Who's paying for that? Wait, they yeah. are. They are. They were. They oh, were, okay. were going to. But I said to Susan, I said, look, we're, we're probably going to be in a market for a new car, probably an electric car or something. I said, why don't I just see if they give us our 700 and it was like $750 worth of repairs on the car. I said, what if I just tell them it's a wash and we just say, you don't charge us anything for this. We'll drive it. We'll just say we got attacked by Thor. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, and it, you know, cause it doesn't affect anything except cosmetically, you know, and f- if having an ugly car in this neighborhood is a plus, <laughs> you know yeah, that's like new york city in the 80s baby yeah. so yeah. so i'm like it doesn't affect the car it doesn't affect the doors the windows all open just fine it's completely you know and and, and they were like and i said susan how, what do you how do you feel about that before i even mentioned it to him and they were, and she was like cool i called her called the the woman i was dealing with she called the owner and the owner said that's fine all right so we still but the thing was we so we got the car back on Wednesday, and they still needed to f- fix the the hood latch because the part hadn't come. Because we're like, we need to go to the post office. We're running a small business. We need to go to the grocery store, you know. Uh, and God forbid we had some kind. Oh, and Susan had to reschedule a doctor's appointment, you know. Oh. So you know, and and so finally we were like, we just need it back. We'll bring it back to you when the part comes in. Part came in today. We took it in about. Uh, Twelve thirty, something like that today. Uh, they, they're like, oh, "We'll get you right in, right out." It'll it'll take about an hour, maybe an hour and twenty minutes. We oh, sat, dear. we sat in that fucking parking lot. On they had a couple chairs. They have chairs outside because they don't let people sit in the waiting room anymore. Um, so we sat in a couple chairs in the shade in this loud ass parking lot. And if I'm talking loud, I seriously think my hearing was damaged from sitting in this parking lot for so long. And, um, because these motorcycles and cars would go by and it's like, I swear to God, it was so ironic. We're sitting at a muffler shop and there was another muffler shop. There's like two other muffler shops within like a couple blocks of each other in every car. sounds like they don't have a fucking muffler, you know? I know people are hurting right now, but in in the and seriously, the, I I understand. I know I know there are folks out there who are endorse like you know motorcycle riding and stuff like that, and the whole loud pipes save lives and stuff. I get it, but it's so loud. How many it, hours I, were you there? I we were there till about five. Oh my god! We were there till about five, so about four four you know four and a half hours. We sat there waiting for the car. 
We went to we went to Dollar it was like Tree. A half a day at Sturgis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No Smash Mouth though. But I did have a discussion with Susan about Smash oh. Mouth. Um oh, When did bikers start liking such shitty music? When? I mean, they used to listen to like Steppenwolf and Black Sabbath and stuff like that. Smash Mouth? Yeah, that was that was the old generation of bikers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> They don't look Smash. like young bucks going to Sturgis. <laughs> no, I know. Um, <laughs> I know. There's not a lot of young guys. I mean, there. it's just like a, it's like just a, a, a cloud of white beards, you know. I know. Um, yeah. it, with Harley shirts and vests, and oh, and boobies painted with Donald Trump's face on them. Yes, yeah, oh stop sharing. Stop oh. sharing that picture, everyone, please. Uh, no. That made my vagina feel like Ben Shapiro's wife's. Oh no. boy, oh boy, that story too. What? Um, no, no, it's not. Uh, wet? What? What? Wet? No, it was dry. <laughs> it was dry, dry, dry. Oof. Oof. Y-A-P. Um, uh, but, uh, or W-A-P, whatever. Yap. <laughs> I said yap. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so, we sat there, they finally fixed the damn thing, but, like, this is the thing. They said, oh yeah, we'll get it in in about 20 minutes and it'll take about an hour to take care of. So we went and we killed as much time as we possibly could stand at Dollar Tree. <laughs> oh, God. And spent a whopping $20. Got some stuff for living that he that he was on his wish list. So that's good. Um, and, uh, and, and we walk back, and I, th- I think we spent at least 25, 30 minutes in there, which is a- an insane amount of time to be in a Dollar Tree, if you know some of the clientele. Um, yeah. And, you know, I like the that guys. Lady, that lady from Sturgis yeah. is there. You, you know, I like in certain, guys. In certain religions, you'd qualify as for sainthood. You know that. Oh, oh yeah. There, there's always, every time I go to a, a Dollar Tree, there always seems to be this guy who thinks he's like, he's rich because he's he's spending like 60 bucks at Dollar Tree. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. wow, look at you, high roller. Um, so... <laughs> So, so we kill the time and then I walk and we're, and, you know, and it's about a block away, you know, the, the Dollar Tree is. So we start walking back and I'm like, our fucking car is still sitting in the parking lot. They no. haven't even gotten it in yet. And yeah, then Ken, is this, is this a, um, it's a mechanic you know, we've trusted and gone to in the past. They seem to have okay. changed the mechanics and the owners and stuff like that. So okay. we used okay. to deal with a guy named Zoltan who worked there. We loved Zoltan. Zoltan. So, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Give me your fortune at the same time. So the, it, it, when it was all said and done, we, we finally got the car back and then the girl came out. And she was like, I feel horrible that this has taken so long. Here's a year year free oil changes from us. And I thought, that's great. How long are each one of those gonna fucking take? Uh so <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she meant maybe she meant a year's worth is one. <laughs> Yeah, really, wow. really. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say I should have just said, "Do you have anything for Jiffy Lube?" <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, How about it, an Amazon gift is, card. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll take them. It's free, but you know, man, if they think we're going back for anything else other than those, they are sadly mistaken. I wow. mean, and, and so that being said. I had very limited time to get things done for the show. I thought I would be back here at like two o'clock max. And 
uh, so I, I did get a fair amount of audio, but there was so much stuff that happened this week. That, what? That, yeah, I know. You know, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to have lots of Biden and Harris clips and stuff like that, and I just didn't have time because, you know, it's like, you know, there's... But we got some stuff. We got some stuff. So don't worry. It's it's. Uh, but I I just I I I just want to be able to say, the mechanic dropped a car on our car. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's. Oh, that's uh, never happened to me. Yep. Nope. Oh, and that's right. Zoltan yep. was in Dude, Where's My Car? Uh, uh that was uh, that was uh, Hal Sparks character in Dude, Where's My Dude, Where's My Car? Wow. Um, the worst that ever happened to me was I, I dropped my car off to have a transmission put in. Mm-hmm. And it was going to take, like, a couple days, so it was over a weekend. Mm-hmm. And that Monday they called me and asked me if I picked up my car. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no. <laughs> they said, oh, okay, we'll call you right back. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> And they called back again, and they said, "You sure you didn't pick? Nobody picked up your car." I said, "No." They said, "Well, we better call the police because we oh can't my. find your car." <sighs> Apparently, yeah, that it was. It was like I, I dropped it off on a Thursday. That Friday night, uh, it was football night, and it, it was in the fall. It was football night. And apparently some kids from some high school broke into the transmission place and they left the keys in the car. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. They didn't even have to hotwire the thing, which they could have easily done. It was an old, you know, I'm, just, I'm talking about in the 70s. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, they, they left the keys in to make it easy. Oh. And, Did uh, they get it back? Eventually. Yeah, eventually. Um, eventually we got it back. Uh, about a week later, they found it in a abandoned section of Scranton. Apparently, they had gone around a corner too fast with the car, and the battery tipped over and shorted out the whole thing. <laughs> so they just they just left it <laughs> and ran. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the... Hey, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, so so yeah, so so needless to say, I uh, I came home, I ate, I was mentally kind of mentally exhausted because it was I, I was having a lot of social anxiety from from all the traffic and exhaust and you know just being away from home and and I know I was a pain in the ass to Susan, but I mean I like I I walked like half a mile to try and find I walked. I, a half a mile down West 130th to try and find some kind of restaurant to get us something to eat and drink. <coughs> and the only place I, you know, and I start walking, and then the next thing I know, it's like, oh, well, there's 71. I'm not crossing over 71. I'm not walking a mile to find food. And I found one place. There was one little dingy, you know, quickie mart kind of place and two surly white dudes uh, running it. Uh, they, had Herm, they had Herm Cain's pizza, didn't they? Nah, they had chicken and JoJo's, so I just got like eight JoJo's, and we had four apiece, and you know, got us some little juice pina colada things that were delicious, and uh, and we sat there in the chairs outside, and 
that's romantic. <laughs> oh, it was so romantic, Rain. <laughs> yeah, in the Eating parking lot. JoJo's in a actually, dirty parking lot. I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't at least offer you a ride home or a taxi. Well, they can't. They they could have paid for a lift for us, but uh, you know, at one point, I I just went in. I was like, how much longer? Because I got shit I got to do. I'm gonna take a lift home, and we'll just come back tomorrow or something for it. And they were like. No, seriously, that's, uh, it should only be like 20 more minutes. Oh, it was another hour. Oh, oh my God. Then there were like five more yes, minutes. Bob, this would not have gone well if it were me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. It, it, uh, um, so, so yeah. It I, was, commend so I commend you. I came you home. I, I got, we got fast food. I came home. I chilled out with Tennessee. I watched them CNN catch up with how awful Trump is. And um, Mr. Berther's back. He never went away. Um, no, he and, was just waiting for the next black person to be yeah, in power. Yeah, so uh, so that, but that, that I think that's where I want to start tonight. Uh, but thank you for letting me uh, tell you. I, it's it is an amusing story at the at the point of you know I knew everybody's jaw is going to hit the floor if I, I say they dropped a car on our car. <laughs> I mean that's a hell of a lead, don't you think? It is. <laughs> I wanted to tell you about our lack of water today. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You had a uh, speaking of lack of water. I left my drink in the other room. Uh, but you were without water for six hours. Yeah. Well, f- about five. Well, okay. the thing is, is that our our entire neighborhood we're going through like they're replacing the sewer lines and the water pipes, and uh, it's like two blocks over. And we were told, we were told by the Washington Sewer Service, whatever, the WSSC, Washington area, you know, that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll give you, we'll give you a heads up when your water's going to, because we were, we've been expecting it, yeah. you know, if they're going to replace the water lines. So 1030 this morning, Bob is like, we ain't got no water. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we didn't get a notice. So when around noon, I called our city council member and I was like, what, what's, what's going on? And she didn't know what was going on. She, you know, she actually said, well, try calling the emergency number. I called the emergency number and you guys would be proud of me because I was actually very hungry. Mm-hmm. And also a little angry because we didn't get the message. And usually when I'm in that mood, I'm like, I, 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 asked, I asked Bob to take, take care of this. But he was in the middle of work. So I made the phone call to the emergency, you know, the emergency services. And I gave her, gave the, the woman our address. And she said, oh, yeah, there's, um, they've got to re, they got to re, something reset the circuit breaker. That there's a water outage in our area and they have to reset the circuit breaker. And uh, it's going to take, you know, until about uh, three or four o'clock. And I asked her just to make sure of this. I said, are you sure it's not because of our neighborhood getting the pipes replaced? And she said, I don't know. And when she said that, it was like, oh, that doesn't sit well with me. But I didn't want to start a fight because I can really be a bitch. Um, me too. Uh, so I, you know, I messaged our friend Jamie. She was not in the house at the time. I was like, we got no water. Jamie came home. She said, I have water. Our next door neighbor, Garth, had water people across the street from us they were not home but i went over and checked their pipes or you know their hoses they had water our other neighbor to the other side of us didn't have water and i'm like all right 
everybody around us has water except for us and our neighbors right next That's to us. That's crazy. And uh, Jamie gave us a couple of numbers. And, you know, Bob, Bob, I really, I asked him, I said, you, I can't, I can't keep trespassing on people's houses. I can't keep doing this because something doesn't seem right. I downloaded the actual um, app for our water service and it didn't say that we were supposed to be out of water. Mm-hmm. It turns out that the house next door to us, their water meter, you know, the water meters that are underground, right? Yeah. Ours is right next to theirs. And their house was supposed to have the water turned off. Oh. Ours wasn't. Which made me even more angry when I, because when I called the, you know, the emergency people, they, they literally like, yeah, you're, you know, you've, yeah, you've got a problem, which was a lie. Wow. The workers, the workers actually fucked this one up. And so when Bob called them, you know, when, after Bob called them up and we figured this out, they're like, we'll send somebody out between, you know, two or, you know, about two hours. At this point, it was like three o'clock and I was losing my shit because as I was saying to Joe before the show, I hadn't had any water. We don't have bottled water in our house because our refrigerator Mm -hmm. has filtered water. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Um, Thankfully, thankfully, he managed to catch a couple of the, you know, the workers on the street. And he's like, guys, we ain't got no, they turned it on finally around three, three thirty. But I was so pissed because this shouldn't have happened. And I just feel like they really don't have their, this is just me griping. You know, it's not like, it's not as bad as a car landing on your car. <laughs> well, we don't need to qualify one another's misery, you know. No, we don't. But the thing that pissed me off, it's like, if we were going to have, because we're going to have our water turned off at a certain point in the next few weeks. Sure. We were supposed to be informed. So this way we could, you know, fill our tub up, make sure that we have some water in the house yeah. for the dogs. Mm-hmm. Not just me, but also for the dogs. Yeah. I just was like, wow, you guys, you guys messed up bad. So if you find me super tired today, this is why. Well, because you I had did, the pool. I myself <laughs> two o'clock, like I gotta, I gotta, you know, one of those. I didn't realize it at first, but mm-hmm. it was one of those dehydration headaches. Yeah. Where like you know, if you've been in the sun too long. Mm-hmm. So that was my day. Yeah. Now you just made me want the biggest, tallest, coldest glass of water in the world. <laughs> Because I'm just like when when I think of, of I can't imagine what you guys went through in the heat. Um, it wasn't. I'll tell you what, ladies, calm down, and gentlemen, perhaps I'm doing the <laughs> show. I'm doing the show shirtless right now. Um, hey, 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 sexy, yeah. sexy brother. And nobody say pictures or it didn't happen because it's happening. What a fun, and there sexy will be no time pictures. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yes, uh, it, you know, it's it's not really. It's just a cooling time, really. Hmm. Uh, because yes, I mean, I just uh, yeah, sitting there in the sun. What a know, fun, sexy that time was not for you. A fun, sexy time. Uh, we, I mean, we were in the shade for the most part, but still, just you know, being out there. And at one point, there was a big cloud movement over. And it was like, shit, is it gonna rain? Um, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have welcomed it, honestly. Uh, you know but, that scene of you eating in the parking lot. Yeah, was exactly done in the latest iteration of A Star Is Born. 
Oh, was it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. When uh, the the when uh, Bradley Lady Gaga Cooper and Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, they went into a Seven Eleven or one of those convenience stores. Got got a couple drinks, sat on the curb in the parking lot. Yeah, and uh, that was us. Yeah, that was you there with sitting yeah, there you with were Bradley our, Cooper and Lady Gaga sitting there with our twenty dollars worth of swag from uh, Dollar Tree. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Flaunting your, flaunting your wealth. Oh flaunting my god! Your wealth. Oh my god! <laughs> peeling off the, peeling off the ones, peeling off yeah. the wash, pe- peeling off the Washingtons, making it rain. Yeah. Uh, How much is this <laughs> item here, ma'am? Oh, a dollar. Oh, yeah. king of the world. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, that. Uh, but no, I'm gonna on break. I'm gonna go get a nice big ice cold glass of water because yeah, I'm gonna uh, too. I think maybe that was a little bit of my problem. I mean, I, I had stuff to drink before we left, and I got those little pina colada drinks, but, I mean, that was pretty much it. So uh, I'm going to hold yeah, once, off Once before the water came back beers. on, I drank a lot of water, and then it was like, oh, that didn't work out well because I was so dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. But this is gross. I'm going to say it, but I was so dehydrated that I actually threw up water. Oh, wow. Um, That's not <laughs> No, it wasn't. I'm I'm okay no. now. I'm just really like But I think I think the thing that made me most angry was that, um, yeah, literally the emergency, you know, the emergency line really kind of blew smoke up my ass. Yeah, they really did. Which doesn't really give me hope for the emergency line of you know the wash as Meow put out there in uh, the Washington Sanitary Service Commission. Well, there you go. There you go. So well, I'll oh, and t- I will write a sternly worded letter. Stress exactly. Well, you know the good thing about uh, having your water back on is that means that you uh, you guys will still be able to swim upside down in your pool. Right? Oh, what a so, segue! Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. By the way, Rain, don't write a sternly worded letter. It won't get there. Oh, I'll deliver it. Okay. Just flush it down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing. I couldn't flush the toilets today. Yeah. You know what happens like at ten thirty in the morning in most people's houses? Same thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, I'm just leaving it's it usually there. The, yep, yeah, I hear you. So thank anyway, God for poop. Thank God for poop, hurry. Thank yeah, true. Uh, so anyway, and uh, we're gonna go to the break, and I'm gonna I'm gonna find a lightweight shirt and get myself a. Nice glass of water, and uh, yeah, in the interim, please enjoy swimming up, swimming upside down by Bobber. We'll be right back. Turn off the light Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful.
Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Paul's Memory Bank. This is Paul B., and I'd like to invite you to my show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. I'll present classic Golden Age Superman radio adventures and hand-picked old-time radio comedy episodes. Out of these clothes, it's Superman's turn now. Right now, I've got three times as many muscles as anybody else in the world. <laughs> and every one of them has a toothache. How do you manage to get into all this trouble? Oh, I don't know. I guess I just know the right people. <laughs> You'll be on the edge of your seat and laughing your head off all at once. Paul's Memory Bank. Only on Radio for Humans. Radioforhumans.com Hi, this is Jody Hamilton of the From the Bunker podcast, and you can hear our show Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Radio for Humans. Hi, this is Kenny Pick. You're not listening to Radio for Robots. This is Radio for Humans. I don't see you crying, robot. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? Radioforhumans.com Robot. 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 Robot! This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worse. It's showtime. Tennessee is a good boy. He's a good co-host. So, uh, welcome back to the uh, program. Speaking of uh, good boys and girls, uh, good boy Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Welcome back. Good boy. Who's a good boy? <laughs> <laughs> Just throw me a treat. I'm good. Sure. I'll, yeah, I'll balance a, a milk bone on your nose. So. Thank you. <laughs> and, of course, who's a good girl? Rain. I'm a good girl. I'm mystery. so good. I'm a good girl. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh-oh. So. Uh, w- one day we'll have to have a show on uh, who has voices for their pets, and, oh. and, and <laughs> oh. so because we, do. we have we have three we, three three dogs and three different voices. We yeah, do. we have uh, oh, yeah. we have 
four different cats and four different voices for each one. So, and two, the the tuxes are British. I'll just give you. <laughs> so I don't know why, but we decided that all tuxes have British accents. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, but uh, Tennessee always likes to say chip chip, <laughs> cheerio. <laughs> Uh, he repeats himself a lot too. He goes, I do, I do. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, but yeah, I want to, I want to get right into this, uh, this birther shit because, uh, this is the one thing I've said for years on this show. Nobody ever let go of birtherism in connection to, tr- in connection to Trump. And they did. And what happened? It's back. Yeah. It never went away. It never went away because he never apologized. He said it was over. It was done. Mm-hmm. That was it. You remember that? Yeah. Never apologized. He never said he yeah. was wrong. And he made a big production of that day, too. And he, all he did uh-huh. was, was tour his new hotel in Washington. And at the very end, you know, said, oh, and by the way, uh, he was born in the United States. Bye. Did he even say that? That's all. Right at the end. The whole thing was a promotion for the hotel in New York. Or in Washington. No, but he did... Uh, I'm asking you this because I don't remember. Yes, and, and at I the end of that wrong. press conference, he, and, and he says, <clears throat> and Barack Obama was born in this country. End of the and, story. And, and at the very that, end of that. Actually, Joe, that's different. Something well, like that. I mean, that's did, not a direct quote. He never said he was wrong, and he never apologized. No, he, he just said that. he was born in this country. Because here's the thing, I'm of the, and the reason why I'm glad you said that is because I am really of the opinion that he doesn't believe that Hawaii and Alaska are part of the United States. Oh, except for Sarah Palin. Good for him. He had pizza with her. Um, so Hawaii remember, doesn't. Remember when they had you pizza know, with it's forks together? It's not connected. It's not connected. Do you remember? Do you remember this week? He's like, there was something where he said, "Well, there's a problem with." You know, South Korea is connected to North Korea and China's connected to this. And he was literally saying that there were problems because st- our countries were connected to each other, which basically ignored islands. And it's something we can delve into on Tuesday or I can look into it tonight. Well, when I, mean, I heard that, I really, and this was even before Kamala, I was like, wow, he really doesn't believe that Hawaii is a state. Well, uh, you know, I mean, it. it, it Anyway, he, he thinks Scotland he doesn't is Florida, believe, too. He doesn't believe minorities are people. No, he so, does not. So, I mean, are we surprised at anything he doesn't believe? I mean, and, and you want to you question somebody's birthright? How about questioning somebody who eats pizza with a fork? Because Trump did that. Mm-hmm. I question anybody's citizenship if they're a New Yorker and they eat pizza with a fork. You'd be thrown out of any Italian family. Oh. You'd be de- you'd be de-Italianed and excommunicated. Yeah. You fed my family with sauce from a jar. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and then you used a knife and a fork. <laughs> Plastic silverware. He, he literally he literally said that Kamala Harris is not eligible to run for vice president. Well, what he did was he legitimized this new birther attack. And he could have easily said, no, it's nonsense. She was born in California. He knows that. He knows where she was born. He immediately, knowing 
knowing that she he's he probably found out everything he could about her once she he he realized well and he said he was surprised by the pick uh, you know for her which he shouldn't have been but bullshit yeah it would definitely bullshit 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 uh, but n- listen carefully the, as to what happens here because what he's doing is he's giving credence to this and claiming he's playing dumb. Oh, I don't know where she was born. You know exactly where she was fucking born, you stalker-ass crazy man. Um, listen. Can't, can't understand the word you're saying. circulating in social media that Kamala Harris is not eligible to be to run for vice president because she was an anchor baby, I hope. Do you or can you definitively say whether or not Kamala Harris is eligible, legal, meets the legal requirements to run as vice president. So I just heard that, I heard it today, that she doesn't meet the requirements. Uh, uh, and no. by the way, the lawyer that wrote that piece is a very highly qualified, very talented <clears throat> lawyer. I have no idea if that's right. I would Not have, anymore. I would have assumed the Democrats would have checked that out before she gets chosen to run for vice president. But that's a very serious. You're saying that they're saying that she doesn't qualify because she wasn't born in this country. No, she was born in this country, but her parents did not. Uh, the claims say that her parents did not receive their permanent residence at that yeah. time. I don't know about it. I just heard about it. I'll take a look. Jesus. Yeah. You know that this 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 law professor, it was that article that was printed in um, or published in Newsweek. Mm hmm. You you've heard about this, right? I, I have Newsweek heard. Is, I don't. Yeah, and News, yeah. Newsweek has taken a terrible hit for that. Yeah, the the authors, the author of this column, I'm I'm looking it up right now, um, is also a member of the Federalist. Oh, the Federalist Society? No. No, not the Federalist yeah. Society. Oh the no. Federalist. Oh, that's a publication. Yes. Okay. But and I'm, I'm sure tangents tangentially was, related to the Federalist Society, I would imagine. Yeah, it is tangentially, but it, from what I understand, John, I think the author was John Eastman. I'm still looking it up. But he ran against Kamala Harris for either Attorney General of California or District Attorney <clears throat> of San Francisco. Okay. So, this is a hit piece. Yeah. And, and the reason, and this is the thing with me is I didn't read it, I didn't because basically I don't want to give it any credence. I don't, you know, I don't want to give the guy right. any credence. They're a crackpot. But if this, that's important information to know that he's an, he's a former opponent of hers. So yes. that should say a whole hell of a lot. But you know, bitter aisle one. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, or no, bitty, yeah, I don't want to give party it to. I just want people to know that this is where it came from. Newsweek published it. Then, when there was pushback, as Joe pointed out, the editor, the editor of Newsweek, was like, "Oh, this isn't what you think it was," and everybody was like, "No, we know exactly what it was," because Did- they published this this column without even saying literally the connections that this guy had with regard to Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Well, even beyond that, they published the column whatever without even fact-checking it. Yes. Period. It should have never Jesus been published. Christ. Because it's a big fucking lie. Yes. <laughs> Period. So I don't want to give it credence, but yeah. I do want to call out the fact that there is obviously, 
it seems to me, a coordinated effort to start to restart this birtherism. Now, Heather is saying the Federalist publication is Meghan McCain's husband's employer. Yes, is, that's okay. Same. He's okay. the he's the um, the publisher. Okay. Um, I've mentioned that on the show because I've also said I you know I don't like to I don't like to say you know because a woman is married to a man then therefore they become like that man. However, Meghan McCain has become an awful lot like her husband as opposed yeah. to her father. Well. Um, uh, well, okay. Uh, that with all that being said, though, this this is the thing. This is the thing that drives me out of my head. Is that nobody ever pressed him on this? Nobody ever pressed him on birtherism. I mean, really mm-hmm. pressed him to say, you know, you're the least racist person uh, I've ever met. Well, that's funny because I wasn't asking for Obama's birth certificate. Tell me how that wasn't racist. Why didn't you want John McCain's? Wasn't he born in Panama? What about mm-hmm. Ted Cruz? Should we look into him? Yep. You know? Oh, because they're white guys? You don't care. You know? Even though as much as you hated John McCain, you could have gone after him for that. You're, you know, and, and this term, I don't even want to say it. I'm just going to say it once. That fucking term, anchor baby, is so... F- dirty and offensive that is a slur that is an absolute slur it is it is um because i I, you know i know people will like they like to say that about michelle malkin or something like you know you know or or other people um uh, on the right don't use it for anybody it's ugly it's an ugly term because you you don't ever hear that applied to a caucasian person never yeah you know, it's only used against uh, Asians, people of color, uh, and you know, in in a, it's it's an ugly, disgusting term. So, uh, you know, I I just even if it's in jest about somebody like Michelle Malkin, let's not let's not give any power to that that slur. Um, but, but it goes down to the roots of well, um, the anti-immigration fervor yes. that we've experienced in this yeah. country for the past many years. And yeah. I don't think it would be unfair to mention at this point mm-hmm. that um, Donald Trump's mother, Mary, was not a naturalized citizen. Yeah. So, you know, and again, this is one of those things, this is a game we could play all day with, uh, you know, with, with people like Trump or other Republicans whose parents are from other countries, whatever, you know, Canada, Cuba, Scotland, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever, or McCain being born in Pan- Panama. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, you know, if your parents are from another country and you were born in this country, end of story. You're, you're qualified. It, it doesn't matter. That's what the matter. Constitution says. Absolutely. That's what the you 14th know? Amendment says. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so, so here, but the, 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 it makes me so angry, Joe, that this, the, he should have had to wear this like an albatross for the last decade. Or, or you know, I guess that's about how long he, he did his, you know, he started the birther crusade against Obama. 20, 2011. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So the last nine years, he should have had this as an albatross around his neck any time he said, oh, I've done so much for African-Americans. Well, what about the birther movement? 
that was very demoralizing to a lot of African Americans that you were questioning Obama's citizenship when the birth certificate plainly said he was born in Hawaii. Nobody did that. I begged no. people not to let that go. You know, it's not, it's not like I have any power to, to get people to take notice. <clears throat> but it never should have been, it, you know, it never, ever, ever should have been let, let go. And that's it. That is a malpractice by the press. Um, yes. Because here we are again. We're right back there. We're right back mm-hmm. there. And because Trump gave it credence, what's going to happen? And this is all because the author of that op-ed piece, like Trump, do not believe that the 14th Amendment actually yes. grants people yeah. born in this country automatic citizenship. Mm-hmm. There is a wacko outlier theory there that the 14th Amendment only meant was only meant for slaves, freed slaves. <laughs> that it was not meant for uh, people born in this country to uh, aliens yeah, or is, non-citizens. This is, yeah. this but, really but, is so deeply, and, deeply and, and racist. This has been so litigated and I mean every competent and and you know um, every good scholar of the Constitution mm-hmm. has already weighed in on this and they said yes it, it if anyone born in this country is an automatic citizen even if their parents are not citizens period yeah they're not anchor babies they're not some filthy tag you want to put on them they are yeah. citizens of the United States by the Constitution of the United States. Period. Yeah. You know, I, I'd like to point out something, and I, I, I'm not trying to point it out to amplify this, but I think it's important to to remember that um, a few years ago, there were a number of stories about um, Russian women going to Doral, pregnant, having babies so they could have American citizenship. Do you, do you all remember these stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they drive to a Walmart parking lot and have their baby? You know, it's, it's a bunch of lies. You know, it's, yeah, it's, but that's the, what the you're talking that about, right? The point I'm trying to make is that, you know, and this, it really is, the point I'm trying to make is that you, you, you didn't hear Trump complaining about those white ladies Oh, wait, wait, I misunderstood. Actually, I, okay, I, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he actually, his his resort, Doral, in Florida, they went there. They, you know, stayed there for weeks and months, had the baby, now they have dual citizenship. Yeah. Yeah, okay, and, I, yeah. Of course. You know, They're not from shithole countries. Mm, mm. There's a pattern. Exactly. There is a pattern. That's that's what I'm. You know that that's what he. That's his mentality, not mine. Um, Now the thing the thing I do find interesting is that um, you know Barack Obama is an incredibly decent and good person. Yeah. Um, Kamala Harris is too, but Kamala Harris bites. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and uh, yeah, she she she. She knows uh, what what is that? Uh, the art of Rex Quando. Okay, now watch this. I'm just gonna break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. 
Look out, Pence. She's coming for both your widow wists. Um, yeah. She, she'll actually come after his meat. Oh, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but let's let's get to this. Let's get to this because little sh- no, known shit weasel, uh, Jared Kushner. Um, it, you know, oh, it, he was on with uh, Christian Amanpour, uh, talking about uh the, the historic peace deal between the UAE and Israel that mm. aren't connected, and mm. there's oh, God. And, and, mm. yeah, I guarantee. Oh, and I'm sure Israel will stop encroaching on Palestinian territory. I'm I'm 100 sure that's going to happen as part I of the deal. They're to totally, totally. Yeah, I have something to say about this. All right. Well, we'll we'll talk about that later because it's 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 tangentially related only because he keeps trying to distract and talk about that while she pushes him on the new birther issue. So the president obviously has raised a lot of eyebrows by commenting and seeming to um, agree and certainly spread this notion that uh, has been perpetuated in the Newsweek by a conservative lawyer that somehow Kamala Harris is unqualified to run for vice president. Um, why Why would your father in law, your candidate, the president, actually do this what what is the point of of uh, of spreading that kind of disinformation that's contrary to the united states constitution look right now you're the one spreading that disinformation the president was at a coronavirus briefing uh, he was asked by a reporter about uh, a report in newsweek and his words were i don't know anything about that and uh, and true. since then the media has been going wild basically saying that he was pushing a theory uh, i'll take him at his word that he said he doesn't know anything about that and that's uh, what he said but uh, again i'm here today to talk about the historic peace agreement that president trump just accomplished in the middle east and uh, i'm not <coughs> sure why that's a topic and I'll ask that's, you another question. Uh, that's relevant I'll ask you another question about that, but we agreed to talk about a couple of issues in the news. Look, you know, he did it before with Barack Obama until finally in 2016 he agreed that Barack Obama was born in the United States. Why would he do it again? It didn't work then. Why would it work now? And I want to ask you this also. You know, Kamala Harris is African American, she's Indian American, and she's a woman. So you've got racist overtones, you've got misogynistic overtones. Why would the president want to be associated <laughs> with somebody who wrote that? Why? Gee. So, Christian, again, I have so much respect for you, so I'll answer this in the most polite yeah. way possible, which again is that uh, the president was asked a question, he said he didn't know anything about it, and now that you're insinuating that this is something to do with race, look, if you look at the president's track record over the last three years, uh, before the pandemic, we had the lowest black unemployment in the history oh, of the country. The president no, no, passed no. opportunity no, no. zones to bring uh, much needed access to capital to uh, lower-income communities. He passed a historic criminal justice reform, uh, which, by the way, again, yep. I, I when I was working on that issue, uh, because again, there was a lot of uh, sentencing disparities that had a disproportionate impact on the black community here in America. Uh, I reached out to Senator Harris's office for a meeting to see if she could become part of that solution, and she never returned the phone call. And I worked with Senator Booker and Senator Durbin across the aisle. We got 87 votes in the Senate, and President Trump was able to deliver on something that rolled back very, uh, very racist laws. And so, again, President Trump's actions have been very consistent with trying to fight for all forgotten Americans. He's done a great job in that he has an unimpeachable track record in terms of the media likes to chase down rabbit holes and try to create controversies when one shouldn't exist. Jared, you know that we're not actually doing that. We're just trying to get an answer because this went on for years over President Obama and it just seems completely outside the moment 
given what's happening in your country right now. And it violates the notion that was perpetuated by that op-ed, violates the US Constitution and goes directly against the 14th Amendment. Yeah, Look, uh, let me put it this way. Sometimes I like yeah. to use this platform as like a, a, a place for a peace offering or, or a mea culpa. You know, you're also a campaign advisor to the president. Would you apologize on behalf of your candidate for that, <laughs> for, for him spreading that and he information? Laughs. Yeah, look, the president's about to do a press conference any minute. I'll let the CNN reporters ask him about that. Uh, again, we spend now just as you. much time on this as we yeah. had on uh, the president's historic peace deal. Again, the first peace deal in the Middle East in the last 26 years. And uh, and again, that's a great accomplishment. Uh. And uh, again, I'll go back to the fact that the media often gets distracted and confused by the president, right? They said that if President Trump was elected, there'd be wars all over the world. He would uh, alienate our allies um, and that uh, uh, the world did. Um. President Trump would be <laughs> in Afghanistan. He's cleaned up ISIS in the Middle East. He's cleaned up really? uh, this. And now he has the first peace deal in 26 years. And no, he's he rebuilt the alliances that the previous administration had alienated. You know, I, I want to jump in here real quick. This is where I love Amanpour. But this is where her producers failed her. Because at that point when he said the president didn't say anything, they needed to repeat they the needed tape, to play the, the clip. video of him saying she is not qualified to be president. This yeah. goes this goes to what Kenny was talking about about how you know he wasn't held to account years ago. This and was a perfect never chance. Never will be. Never. You will always be. know that you know he went off on this this. And this, this is uh, the producers, not her. He, the he went producers. on, but he goes off on this tangent. About uh, black unemployment and minority unemployment and blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. The question is, he was asked a question about this. He didn't denounce it. No. And the, and the column was written by one of his campaign advisors. Yes. His campaign advisor. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it came from his campaign. So he has the opportunity to endorse it or or denounce it. He, he didn't denounce it. Nope. Yeah, not it, at all. It, this is where it really, they really needed to air the audio of him yeah. saying... I don't think that she's, you know, I don't think she's allowed to run, which is basically what he's saying. And that, well, yeah, I mean, he again, said, I would have thought, I would have thought that the Democratic Party would have, I would have thought that the Democratic Party would have cleared that all up. I'll have to take a look at it. He said it was what? true, essentially. To his base, he did. To his yeah, base. Why, why should the Democratic Party have to, wait, I'm confused. And it doesn't erase the nine years that have gone by since he started the birther thing. His entire political career was launched on a racist scree. Scree. Yes, it yeah. was. His entire political career. Why would it be up to the Democratic Party to prove a negative? Yeah. So it's not uh, for us to clear it up. No, it's and, and for it, the and media it, it, to it, say this is what Trump said. In the now next you denounce it. Right. Because if it is up to the Democratic Party to clear it up, we're back where we were when when Obama was running, where yeah. we were literally out there saying, of course he's an American. All right, that would uh, put us right back to where we were. Yeah. Well, we'll pick up on this after the break, but Joe, say what you're going to say and we'll, uh, we'll hit the break. I just said, in the next half hour, I'd like to address this so-called peace agreement. Oh, yeah, I'd like to as well. Tristec's been looking into it as well. He's got some information, uh, uh, you know, 
Uh, I want to definitely read that comment of his. But we're gonna we're gonna run to the break. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk about this quote unquote peace agreement, which is uh, <clears throat> oh boy, um, kind of what do we call bullshit. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna yeah we'll hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, lots more. Turn up the night right after. This. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Ah, that's adorable. That's getting awkward. KennyPick.com. And now, on with the show. Well, I've got some red meat for you. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! All right, we can do it. We will do it. We shall do it. Welcome back to Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, uh, broadcasting live 8-14-2020 here on Radio for Humans. Joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hi. Glad to be back. Uh, Aqualess. You have water now. so I do. I have uh, water. I have cider. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I, I, ha- I, I finished my big, tall glass of water, and I just cracked open an ice-cold can of beer, and it's so good. And I hope the Trisec, once he finishes his last can of IPA, I hope he moves on to the martinis. Well, you know, we'll see. We'll see what goes. So, um, and uh, yes, he just posted a red alert. Uh, oh, you want something yes. red? You want something red? Well, I've got some red meat for you. Uh, oh, 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 God. Men, are you... Does he have some kind of illness that uh, needs to be treated? Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. I never left. Excellent. And last but certainly not least, uh, the the uh, the maker of the cider, Der Braumeister, it's Bobber. Hello, Bob. Welcome. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. So, uh, I heard that. <clears throat> uh, and so yeah, let's let's talk about this so-called historic peace deal. I want I want to read this quick. Um, uh, comment from Trisec because he's been following up on this. He said he's just reading the article about the Israeli uh, United Arab Emirates relations. They've never have actually been directly adversarial. This agreement was only a matter of time, anyway. So, uh, I mean, I, I, if an historic peace deal might be between Iran and Israel or Palestine, because the, I mean. You know, I <laughs> yeah. Let's, I mean, this let's is, came out of it came out of left field. Like what? There was what? Yeah. So, but then, Joe, Joe, go go ahead. Joe, Joe, you've been following. You've been following this too. First of all, this has been low hanging fruit for a long time. It's been an open secret in the international community that the UAE and Israel want, were 
openly friendly mm-hmm. and want to normalize relations. Okay. Yeah. So to the, the fact that the Trump administration or Jared Kushner, who couldn't sell a fucking property on Fifth Avenue, <laughs> uh, uh, brokered some kind of genius deal is just nonsense. And what really irritates me, I'll mm-hmm. tell you, what really irritated me today is people like David Ignatius and Tom Friedman of the New York Times yeah, and David Ignatius of the Washington Post and on Morning Joe went on and on about what a, what a, that, that they have to give Trump credit. This is truly historic, that he's right for once, that he, he did do this, and this is a great thing. Tom Friedman, another, another, another one. Who, these people seem to think that they have to, uh, every so often, put their legitimacy in the bank by giving him some credit for something he didn't do anyway. Like, uh, yeah. if you remember Van Jones saying uh, yes. when, when he bombed uh, Syria that time, when he became president tonight. You uh, know, and, and Van Jones, Van jo- I put Van Jones of, this Don't remind me of that Van Jones moment. <laughs> I put I put Van Jones in this, this group, too, of, yeah. of these people who feel they have to, at times, legitimize this president to make them legitimate. Well, Tom Friedman and David Ignatius, you're wrong, because that's not what happened here. Okay, first of all, there can be no history until the lands you occupied, Israel, in 1967 are given back to the people you stole it from. Until there's there's a two-state solution. And there can be no peace negotiations, and there can be no history until the Palestinians come to the table as equal partners in a peace deal. And until then... And until you stop supporting the criminal who is the prime minister of Israel, okay, and start listening to the moderates in that country who really want peace, okay, there's never going to be peace. All this is is a political fucking stunt. And the UAE did it for its own financial gain. Of course it wants normal relations with Israel Mm -hmm. for finance gains. Their number one, besides oil, their number one commerce is tourism. Yep. That's it. That's all this is about. This isn't about Palestine's interest. And let me just say that Mr. Bibi said his giving up his plan to annex the West Bank. We lost Joe? you. Did we lose Joe? <clears throat> I think he. I think uh, we lost Joe. Well, the, the question I wanted to ask Joe and yep. you guys, we did lose Joe. He'll be back. Um, is I'm is, dropping why, in and out of this. Why? This why discord. is? Why is Trump taking? How? It, what part did the United States have to do with this at all? Well, they didn't. The, 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 here's what. Here's what's going on. The UAE and Israel have had a good relationship. It's only formalizing something that already was an open secret and already existed yeah. for years. Okay, so this is just a formalization of that. They're going to get. They're going to put an embassy in Israel. Israel is going to put an embassy in the UAE. UAE is just interested in some financial gain. They sold out their fellow Arabs in Palestine they're because so, this, yeah, this, they're this giving up this plan to annex the West Bank is only temporary. Yeah. Temporary and BB at any point can pick it up again. Absolutely, okay? absolutely. And, and big so deal. Why? Why? This is smoke and mirrors. That's yeah. all this is, and this is not like Tom Friedman and like David Ignatius 
uh, were, were proclaiming like 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 it was there, something like what yeah. happened with Egypt and and Israel back in the Carter days, or even sure. in 1964 with with Clinton and 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 uh, and uh, I forgot. I, it's I okay. forgot who it was. Wait, wait, yeah, Kosovo? we know what you're talking about. What, what was it? I said Kosovo. No, no, no. It was another Arab country that, that oh, okay. signed up. <clears throat> Well, with, with, with Jimmy Carter, I mean, Egypt and Israel were essentially at war with each other. Exactly, exactly. And and he brought them to Camp David, and he 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 hammered that together. He brought them there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that was not a that was not a, a the UAE and Israel already had re- yeah. good relations for years now. This is this is just formalizing that that well, that process, yeah. and it did nothing to help the, the the main problem in the Middle East, which is the Palestinians don't have a state of their own. And they're yes. living as second-class citizens in an occupied territory by exactly. Israel. Exactly. Exactly. And until it, that's it, resolved, this is all bullshit. Yeah, it, I mean, they're they're spiking the BB. You know, that's all. That's what it is. You know, it's 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 a nothing burger. It was go- bound to happen, and they're like, "Oh, wow! Let's take the, the this beautiful victory lap and have." All these people, like, just, oh, thank you for your leadership on this, Mr. President. He's just trying to make BB look good because everyone knows what BB is and everyone knows what the, uh, the how mm. they're uh, keeping apartheid going there in Israel between the, uh, the Israelis and the Palestinians. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, this, I, is, yeah. this is Trump just trying to help BB look good. Yeah, yeah, when I, I said when I said spike right. when I said spiking the BB, I meant an actual like ball bearing like a a, a BB from a BB gun. Uh, so when I say spiking, you know, as opposed to spiking the football, they're trying to spike mm-hmm. something so minuscule that you know, mm. oh, ooh, watch it bounce. Mm. Um, Again, you have to look at the history of this these countries, the history of the UAE and, and Israel and the left. It's been an open secret in diplomatic corridors that that th- th- this is just a formalization of what existed anyway and and it, it's purely profit bottom line for mm-hmm. the uae and israel and and bb needs a win because he's going to fucking jail yeah, and he and, barely yeah. is holding on to a coalition in his government right now with a moderate group okay and well, he's barely, and he's just looking want, wants to, to to reestablish his mm-hmm. dominance in in the Israeli political scene. Well, That's all this is, well, yeah. and he's already going to jail. So you know, so don't so so this is to help Trump, to help Bibi, and it means nothing because unless somebody says that they're 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 going to broker a two state solution where Palestinians could live under their own country and autonomy, this will never be solved. And there is yeah. no tremendous or great deal. Yeah, I, I guess mean, the thing that I'm really curious about is, like, when you say this will never be solved, whatever they announced, they made it sound like it was something was solved, and nothing really was solved. It was a panacea. Yeah. Well, no, well, the, no. the, the just real quick, the, you know, immediately when I saw this going on, and I watched the the, the press conference and everything and, and from the Oval Office, I'm, I'm like. They struck a peace deal with the UAE, the place that has commercials on every news channel, to come visit us. Come visit the United Arab mm. Emirates. You know, yes, I mean, yes. I mean, they, a peace deal because you know, I mean, they, they, that place is like it's like uh, what, what's the other place um, that they always uh, have, Abu uh, Abu 
Uh, uh, I'm going to say Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. I, think I got the name wrong. I, I, I just like I, saying Abu Dhabi. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think uh, it's. Oh, I was just I was just gonna say I, I don't think uh, it's a bada bada. The bada bada. The bada bada. One more time. The bada bada. The bada bada. Abu Dubai. 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 Dubai, but yeah. but here's the thing, and 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 Trisic is quoting somebody saying that during the call, the president and Prime Minister Netanyahu, uh, an agreement was reached to stop further Israeli annexation of the Palestine territory. No, it wasn't. That's not true. An agreement was 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 reached to temporarily so stop then, his plan yeah. to annex permanently the West Bank, you, and it's think- only temporary. Yeah, he right, can look, revive yeah. that at any time. Uh, what's the uh, oh? And uh, what's what's the consequence if he revives it? Oh, the UAE will withdraw its its uh, so, diplomatic relay. Big fucking do you deal. Think yeah. This is a distraction. Rain. That's going to stop him. Yes. Uh, no, uh, no, I'm saying yes to rain. Uh, it's no. a distraction. I, I, it, this really does feel like a distraction. It did when the story first broke, and after reading what Tri wrote and what you're saying, Joe, it's like a distraction. It would be a, it would be a bigger deal. If if they gave the West Bank back to the Palestinians in this, this deal, that would have been a big all, deal. This, this, is, no. this is the thing. This is what I'm getting at. This is a distraction. He's got sure. you talking about. He's got you talking about Palestine and Israel. This is what Trump wants people to talk and about. And there's going to be a show. This was a big nothing burger. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a show in a couple weeks in Washington with with uh, Arab ABCDE and and uh, 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 BB coming into the Oval Office and signing this nothing deal, just yeah. like all his fucking executive orders. Well, I think it's an election year, so this is really something so that he can claim he's got some sort of foreign policy bona fides and he can I you know I bring peace to the middle east and blah 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 mm-hmm. and it's just it's just to make him try to look more presidential and, and give him some sort of foreign policy stature yeah, even right. though yeah, even though he had nothing to do with it that's right. what it seems like to me and they're, going, and, they're, and they're going along with it because you know all Ultimately, they don't really care. It's just symbolic. That's all it is. It's just a symbolic gesture to establish, uh, you know, embassies and again, cash grab for tourism bucks. Uh, exactly. uh, you know, and and you know, I mean, that's what it, it's 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 a real estate deal. <laughs> you pretty much. Oh, you know exactly. I the exactly. odds in a year we're going to find out that there's an hotel someplace in that area. A Trump hotel, yeah, wouldn't be surprised. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is it, it's it's just uh, you know it's a disgusting diversion. Um, you know, I'm all for that. You know, that's great. You want to establish an embassy? Uh, you know, the, from the that horrible terrorist mecca that has commercials on every cable channel that is begging for our travel dollars. You know, it's like I. It's 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 dumb. It's just it's like okay, yeah, that's awesome that this happened, but it's it's not a fucking game changer in the least. Not even close because you know who wasn't involved. Palestine. 
Oh, yeah. Jared wasn't either, I see. You know that. who wasn't involved? Iran. You know who wasn't involved? Turkey. Yeah. Okay. None of none of the Arab states that stand behind the Palestinians mm-hmm. had anything to do with this. And nothing is resolved until there's a two state solution. Full stop. Yeah. I, I guess I guess what I'm sort of coming around to thinking at Joe, this was never even about Palestine or the two-state solution. This is really, to me, to me, from what you're saying, because I'm listening to what you're saying, and I am with you about the two-state solution, but whatever they announced had nothing to do with that. Nothing. Yeah. No. You're right. You're right. No. Um, but, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's it, it's it's a, an economic... Uh, it's, it's almost like a... a, a the NAFTA of the Middle East. It's like you're, we're going to get tourism from Israel, plus tourism from uh, America, because now you know we're being friendly to their ally Israel, and Israel is going to get tourism from uh, from the United Arab Emirates. God knows Air Emirati will be able to fly into Israel now. Ha- but but how did do, how does this free and 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 Bobber, you, you touched on it. How does how does it alleviate the apartheid that exists in occupied territories, where Palestinians have to can uh, have to have to live as second-class citizens, how does it alleviate the, the the Palestinians who want a country of their own to live peacefully with borders with Israel? It doesn't alleviate any of this. It wasn't meant to. It's, it's a brokered economic deal that has not that already and, existed. And, yeah, and Israel doesn't care, and Trump doesn't care. And UAE, they're too busy stuffing money in their in their pockets to care. So, uh, yeah, and and, you know, in in Palace, uh, you know, uh, uh, Israel is going to do everything they can to keep forcing uh, Palestinians Palestinians off that beachfront property that they want so fucking much. They're they're literally driving people, you know, almost literally driving people into the ocean to take the beachfront property there. And if any country like the UAE or Egypt were so interested in their Arab brothers, the Palestinians, okay, in, 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 in uplifting their lives, then instead of just saying, oh, well, we'll, we'll establish normal relations if uh, you, you temporarily stop your, your plan to annex the West Bank. Yeah. And instead mm-hmm. said, we, we won't establish relations until you give the West Bank back. Sure. Where you sure. stole it? But that wasn't the. That, I don't think that was the plan at all. I think no, what never, Joe it, is not really noble and what is. should happen. Exactly. But th- that wasn't this. This. This whole. Thing the reason wasn't I the bring it up is all. because I don't think what the UAE did was noble. <laughs> because if it no. was, that's what they would have demanded. But it's not. So you can tell what the UAE's uh, 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 motivation here is. And what really irritates me are the people like Tom Friedman, or, 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 or yeah, Tom yeah. Friedman and David Ignatius, who 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 come off as as these these uh, these big anti-Trumpers or liberals, but they they have to they have they have to some they have to well let me let me put a verb to it they they have to Van Jones it. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear you. Go the, ahead. The bigger the bigger thing that should be highlighted. Well. I, I, I really do because yeah, they fall for this. The the news media falls for this crap every time. If, every time it, this historic, this historic peace deal 
because they were warring with each other? No, the, in fact, the UAE had every reason to, 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 to benefit from something like this because they're getting their ass kicked in Yemen. They're getting their ass kicked in Yemen. Mm. Okay, they're in a war and they're getting their ass kicked. They have to find a financial way out of this. Yeah. Jesus well, Christ. I mean, it's on it's plain, it's plain as the nose on anybody's face. And these people in the press, they fall for this crap. Really well, pisses me off. Oh, oh, well, Joe, I mean, it goes back to, you know, I mean, it, it's it's a distraction. It's a sh shiny object. Trump is throwing out things out there. And that's, you know, and, and they fall for it. And that's how we, they lost the plot for birtherism. And here we are yep. again. He got off the hook the first yep. time around. They never brought it up. Every time he says, I've done so much for the African-American community. What about birtherism? Oh, I, you know, uh, there's nobody, le uh, 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 you know, you'll never meet anybody as non-racist as me. What about birtherism? You know? Yeah. It, he never should have been let off the hook. It should have mm -hmm. been brought up from day fucking one. It should have been brought up every day in the lead up to him stealing uh, or, or no, I'm sorry, not stealing for him pushing and making the GOP roll over for him. It, they should have thrown it out there every day. It'd say, look, we can't have a racist birther in charge of our party. They let it happen. The press. And let that's it another happen. thing. Where, where the hell is Mitch McConnell saying, no, no, no. This member of my body that I lead. Yeah. You're saying is not an American. Where is Mitch McConnell, the leader of that that body? <laughs> you know where he United is. United States Senate. You yeah, know, I know where he, he is. The answer to that. Yeah, his face is imploding into his his that. chin is swallowing his face. But the point <laughs> is, he should be saying, "She is a senator in my body, the upper chamber, you know, the House of Lords in the United States, or whatever you you know." And and and. We all have our differences in policy, but she is an American citizen, and she is worthy the respect of a United States senator. Mitch McConnell has never, ever, in his political career, which, what, nine terms, eight terms? He's never said anything like that. Mm -hmm. I, I, and Joe, you know I'm where, I, you know I ask those very same questions. But 2020? Mitch McConnell ain't going to ask that. Mitch McConnell is quite happy with being on the white supremacy side which is the GOP you, you know here's here's something I want to put into um, uh, I, I want to remind everybody about Mitch McConnell when he stood years ago almost two decades ago I think he stood on the Senate floor and wept when one of his uh, one of his uh, uh, colleagues was like retiring or or you know he he cried like a baby about that listen <clears throat> when he walks out of his chamber for the last time he'll leave an enormous void behind <clears throat> and so I'll close old friend and colleague by saying that you certainly going to be missed he cried about that he didn't cry at John Lewis's funeral he didn't stand up for coffee? Kamala Harris. I don't remember. It's just I. It, it, it was so long ago. I have okay. no idea. You know, um, it's kind of funny. Twenty years ago, he still sounds like an old man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he was born an old man. Um. So, uh, or pooped out of a turtle's butthole. Um. So. <laughs> 
But uh, you know, I mean, that, that's that's the moral character of Mitch McConnell. He stood on the floor and cried when somebody was leaving the Senate. He cried they were leaving. They didn't die. They're still there. He cried when one of his allies was leaving. Didn't cry at John Lewis's funeral. Didn't stand up for uh, Kamala Harris, an attack on a, a, a woman of color. In uh, in you know, of course you know. So this is they only care about themselves. Also, another thing too, I, I said this on Facebook the other day. Herman Cain died about two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, the, you know, it only took the GOP two weeks to forget about Herman Cain being killed by COVID. That should tell you how much they care about us. Well, so. Herman Cain is still speaking from beyond the grave. Oh, now it's now it's the Cain gang. Uh, they changed no, Herman he Cain's. Yeah, they, they changed oh, it after it? after controversy. Wow. Yeah, after controversy, they changed it to the Cain gang. Um, you know, like chain gang, um, the Kane gang, uh, because it they were tweeting as the Herman Kane. That was his uh, Facebook or Twitter handle, and then because of backlash, they were like, "Dude, you're dead, aren't you?" But I guess it's it's his, his daughters and some some of the team. They're like, you know, atta they're attacking Harris, um, and uh, and Biden, and it's it's pretty repugnant. So. Herman Cain, again, you should have had better friends, dude. Um, but anyway, we, we got to go to the break. The Green News Report's coming up. Uh, we'll get to name-calling, and uh, we'll give you non... Uh, 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 maybe we should give out non-consequential peace deals to everybody when we come back. Okay. Like, we, okay. we could uh, sign a treaty between Ohio and Pennsylvania tonight on the show, Joe? I don't think we can, but okay. all right. All right, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> We've been Still, at war for the, years. The Browns and the Steelers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, let's go ahead. We'll, we'll figure out something. I don't know. We'll just uh, we'll wing it. Um, but anyway, let's go to the break. Green News Report coming up. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. It's Thursday, August 13, 2020. On the issue of this climate crisis, this is a fight against powerful interests. And leaders need to lead, follow or get out the way. And get out the way starting with Donald Trump. Joe Biden taps Kamala Harris as his vice presidential running mate. Trump EPA rolls back methane pollution rules to profit the oil and gas industry. Good news for the nation's birds. Plus, you can see where the muddy water is flowing and a boom has been set up in an attempt to keep the material contained. Another fossil fuel spill, this time in Pennsylvania. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The clean, what, what did she say? The the, uh, the New Deal there, uh, um, uh, I think it was she said the, uh, the California Clean New Deal, whatever it is. It's the Green New Deal, you blithering idiot, Janine Pierre. Jenny, whatever it is, Fox News lady, this is your Green News Report. I'm gonna 
Okay, Desi Doyen, Joe Biden, names Kamala Harris, and you talk about her environmental record, I'm guessing. <laughs> yes, exactly. You've probably heard by now that presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden selected U.S. Senator from California Kamala Harris Who? to be his vice presidential running mate. Oh. Major environmental groups like the Sierra Club recently endorsed Biden for president, no surprise there, and now they have also praised the selection of Harris, saying it indicates a sustained Democratic focus on environmental justice. Senator Harris has earned a 91% lifetime score on the League of Conservation Voters environmental scorecard. As California State Attorney General, Harris had a record of suing polluters like ExxonMobil. And in the U.S. Senate, she co-sponsored the Green New Deal resolution. Oh, I think you mean the Clean New Deal. I've heard of that on Fox News. In her own campaign for president, Harris's climate policy proposals put environmental justice front and center and and labeled climate solutions both a moral imperative and an economic opportunity. Just last week, Harris and Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez formally introduced the Climate Equity Act, centered on frontline communities that are disproportionately burdened by pollution and climate impacts. On Wednesday, in her first joint campaign appearance with Biden, climate was at the top of her list. This election isn't just about defeating Donald Trump or Mike Pence. It's about building this country back better. And that's exactly what Joe and I will do. We'll create millions of jobs and fight climate change through a clean energy revolution. Climate scientists have warned with increasing urgency that the next 10 years will seal the trajectory of global temperatures and living conditions for all life on the planet for the next century. So the November 3rd election really is an inflection point, a crossroads for the planet. Didn't you say that four years ago? Yes. But every election is now going to be that important. I guess it is. By the way, Biden also announced that if elected president, he would block uranium mining near the Grand Canyon in Arizona and the controversial proposed pebble mine in Alaska. What about fracking? Will he end fracking? That is still up in the air. Uh Uh-huh. Meanwhile, as if to underscore the stark differences between the two major parties, the Trump Environmental Protection Agency is set to formally issue new rules to weaken key Obama-era standards restricting methane pollution from the oil and gas industry. The rollbacks include eliminating federal requirements that oil and gas companies install technology to detect and fix leaks of methane, an extremely potent greenhouse gas. However, the new rules could be reversed if Democrats win the White House and take control of the Senate. A rollback rollback? Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. In Pennsylvania, cleanup operations are now underway from a new spill on the controversial Mariner East 2 pipeline under construction. Drilling mud flowed into a state park lake that also provides drinking water for Chester County residents. Mm. The $3 billion Mariner East pipeline has racked up more than 100 environmental violations in just three years for polluting wetlands and waterways. I hope Joe Biden notices that's his home state. But some good news. Carbon Brief reports that over the first six months of 2020, the size of the global coal power fleet fell for the first time ever, meaning that more coal plants were shut down than opened around the world this year. When will Donald Trump stop his war on coal? In a blistering ruling, a U.S. district court has struck down Trump administration rule changes that gave nearly free reign for individuals and corporations to kill migratory birds. The judge wrote that the Department of Inter- 
Interior's actions to undo the Migratory Bird Act were contrary to law, saying, quote, it is not only a sin to kill a mockingbird, it is also a crime. (laughs) That ruling is for the birds. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. You can hear Indiana by the light switch Who watches over you Make a little birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only Hi, this is Jody Hamilton of the From the Bunker podcast, and you are listening to Radio for Humans, because seriously, do spiders have radio? This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Uh, uh... You know know what you do? You you buy yourself a tape recorder, you just record yourself for a whole day. I think you're going to be surprised at some of your phrasing. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about America's meat. (laughs) And my thoughts and all of our thoughts on this in hour three. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's so fucking gross and weird. Uh, anyway, yeah, so welcome back to the show. Bobber for Freedom's blog, Der Braumeister, Washington, D.C. Hello, sir. Hello, hello. Howdy, howdy. And uh, Aquaman, I should say, as well. Uh, the, <laughs> he of the cool pool. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City owner-operator Joe's Clown Car Garage, also heard on the Tim Coromel Show. I am heard there. Yeah. I'm heard. And seen with your, your, your yeah. shart, your show art. Maybe. Sh- shart, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shart, yes. So, uh, yeah, so welcome back, and, uh, ra- uh, last but not least, Rain for Freedom's blog, uh, the Beltway Bureau of the Bubble of Swamp. Aqualass, she's got her water back, uh, and and I hope you're not uh, you're not barfing up water anymore. So, uh, no, no. okay, good. <laughs> All right, you. you ready for some name calling? I, I already got some some inconsequential peace deals worked out in my head, so I think we sh- th- we can make this work. So, I uh, you too. All right, very good. So here we go. Let's make it work. For your pleasure, it's Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right. Okay, I'm I'm going to start off at Chitango. Okay. And I would like to take the first person on the list because I think she'll appreciate it. Okay. And that's Francie. All right, Francie Pants. So, Francie Pants, um, New York negotiated a peace deal with Maryland 
to agree that blue craw, claw crabs are the same as Maryland crabs. Oh, wow. That, that, that sounds a little dramatic. Okay, so next up we got Heather. Heather, I got one for Heather. Uh, a, a peace deal has successfully been uh, negotiated between Hungria and Yosemites. Yosemites. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hungria and Yosemites have reached a peace deal. Okay. Both places that don't we've exist. Got, uh, <laughs> we've got. Uh, all right, I'm saving. I'm saving the mods and everybody. Sure, just yeah. Over and, uh, yeah. So next up, we got Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. Oh, well, uh, Joe, I don't know. I think you, you might uh, have a peace deal for Dad that's uh, super inconsequential. Okay. Um, a peace deal between Scranton and Cleveland uh, <laughs> to agree that when in each other's state, they won't put mustard on Italian sausage. <laughs> oh. oh, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> Next up, we, we've got Katie Kaser. Uh, Bobber, you got one for Katie Kaser? Um, I negotiated PCL between left Twix and right Twix. Oh, my goodness. That one. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's... Also... Okay, next. Meow, meow, meow. Goodness. All right. uh, uh, You take uh, meow, Rain. Yeah, we'll try and stick to the order. uh, All right. The the National Association of Felines have agreed that pussies are just as good as kitties. Uh, (laughs) No, 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 no. Yeah, well, maybe they, I don't know. Next up, we got scooter cans. All right, scooter. uh, Another cat-related one. Uh, I am. I've successfully brokered a peace deal between Tennessee, my cat, <gasps> and the doctor. They've been friends for a while, so it's uh, it's you know now July's a rose. On the other hand, oh, no, 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 so um next up we got theo uh joe you go next theo joe joe um he might be cutting out uh, bobber go ahead and and take uh take theo um a negotiated peace deal between luxembourg and Liechtenstein. <laughs> i like it all right, Joe, uh, you get to take <laughs> yeah, the next I, I person. I cut out. I'm sorry. That's okay. You you get to take the next person. Uh, but All right. Rain, who, who so is we're that? moving over to Discord now because everybody right. else on Chitango is um hosts. Broker. Caitlin Chris. Oh, Caitlin Chris. Okay, I, we're gonna broker a deal between Peter Pan, okay, peanut butter, no and Hers- Hershey. It's a three-way deal. They're gonna agree to make Reese's peanut butter cups. Okay. okay. Wow, that's good. Mm-hmm. And, Next and, uh, up, we've got Clinster. Delicious. Very delicious. All right, so back to you, Rain. Okay, so Clinster. Um. Oh God. Um. Um. Okay, we've got a negotiated deal where, if you say "bless your heart" in Atlanta, it really means "bless your heart." 
unless you're a person of color. Wow. Yeah, that was that was bitey. Yeah, that is. Um, and uh, let me. Yeah, living. I'll find a picture of. Uh, I'll find a picture of July's rose for you. I have. I have many. Um, not as many as the other cats because she hides a lot. But all right. <coughs> next, next up, we've got cat. Cat, you uh, are lucky. We I've brokered a deal between uh, Hellman's mayonnaise and French French. Uh, no, no, we'll go with Plockman's mustard. Um, huh. And uh, they have come to terms to, to where they they have a peace agreement, and uh, soon you will be able to purchase in the stores mustard mayonnaise. Ooh. Yeah, uh, it's like this peanut butter and jelly that are swirled together in the jar. But now it's mustard. It's mustard day. I'm sorry if anybody is a fan of uh, Mr. Show uh, with Bob and David. That was a skit from there. Uh, you know, so. Ken. You know, Ken. Mm -hmm. They do have uh, a mustard mayonnaise combination. Are you gonna say it? They, no, they do. I have it in my refrigerator right now. Is it called really? Dijon? No, no, a must, <laughs> mustard, mustard and mayonnaise. No, it's it's called. Oh, I have, I'll have to go look at the jar. I think it's Dijon, uh, May must or must may or something like that. It's Mayo made by stirred? Heinz, I think. Mayo yeah, stirred? it's actually a product. It's, made by Heinz. it's actually a product, yeah. Oh, you know, I think you're right. I remember that because when it came out, um, the uh, I think David Cross or Bob Odenkirk were like, we predicted the future. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, I don't know if they did or did it, but I've been using it on my hot dogs all week, and it's good. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, all next right. up we got Livin. Livin on Long Island, who thankfully got through his second cataract surgery. Oh, that's awesome! Awesome. We we, yes. we gotta we gotta dole out an amen for that. So amen. And I'll be amen. shipping out his care package tomorrow. So, uh, anyway, um, uh, Joe. No, no, no. Yeah, oh. wait. Yeah, Joe, you're next. Uh, it, it will rain. Uh, who's next? And Joe will. I don't know. I can do. I can do living. I know oh, no. phrasing. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> Freezing. I yeah. can do living. That's fine. Okay, go. Living. His his negotiated peace deal is that um, Ann Coulter has agreed to sleep with Chris Christie. Oh God! Why? So it's a suicide. Mm. Well, they agreed to it. It was a peace deal. They're not Ooh, fighting about yeah. it. So they're both getting a piece, huh? Well. She might be getting a She's getting a she's getting a much bigger piece. Um, yeah, a much bigger piece. Right. Uh, will he wear the terrible, terrible question? Piece. Question. Yes. Will he wear the baseball pants on the? On <laughs> well, that depends on whether or not um, Kamala Harris cuts the meat. Um. <laughs> oh, so we, we can't. Yeah, it's, it's so still, far. The, you know, the details are getting worked out. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Okay, so next up, we <laughs> first of all, it's not Kamala. Yeah, fucking ass. Okay, that is kind of the Kamala. least of problems. <laughs> anyway, anyway, come um, on, who's next? next we, we have Mordai. Uh, all right, Joe. Take Mordai. What what kind of peace deal you got? Uh, 
between the Bronx and uh, the Long Island. They're not going to let each other in their respective areas. Uh, so, okay. but yeah, so it's a, it's kind of a uh, 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 long distance treaty. Yes. All right. Um, like a wall. It's like a wall. Yeah. Like a wall. Like a wall. Like stay out of my territory. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next yeah. up, we've got we've got Olo, also known as our scoopster from Rhode Island, who's still recovering, thankfully. Yeah. He's been in a lot of pain, but he's doing okay, and he's here with us. And I'm so happy about that too. Well, I think he's on sleep mode right now, but still, we'll give him a shout out. So, uh, Bobber, what do you got for uh, Olo? Uh, so, uh, it's a peace deal between Rhode Island and Massachusetts, <laughs> where where Rhode Island admits that they're not actually an island, and <laughs> Massachusetts admits that Boston cream pie isn't actually a pie. Nice. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Um, and we... We did Theo, right? We did Theo? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have Von Hammer, which... Mm -hmm. What about Try? Or are we well, going to save gonna, him? I'm going okay. to do that. I think I need to elevate him to host. Last. Yeah, I am. Oh, oh, um, no, so I'm... Von Hammer, is, is that Francie? No, no, it's not. It's a name I'm still learning. So Von Hammer. Yeah, Von Hammer. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Van Hammer. Sorry, I was elevating uh, a trisec to a host, so I just moved him into a host. Okay. Go ahead. Von Hammer, you can have a. Oh, I brokered a peace deal between QAnon and David Duke. No. Oh. To kill each other. <laughs> this doesn't seem very peaceful, but it's in the peaceful end, for the rest of us. <laughs> a mutual, a, a murder suicide. Pact. Mutually assured destruction. <laughs> a murder. Yeah, a murder suicide. Pact. All right. Yeah. So, um, we've got Michelle now. Oh, Michelle, I've got a peace deal for you. Gonna gonna uh, broker a peace deal between kobolds and orcs. So. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, you go. So. Um, and that means Miles is probably around too. So. Oh, okay. Uh, so let's do Miles. Some, so, uh, uh, oh, uh, a peace deal between the Ferengi and the Klingons. So there you go. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what Rain's eyes just glazed over. Yeah, uh, they, they, they did. <laughs> I heard it. You're like, uh, <laughs> um, I'm not elaborating. Move on. Is Destroyer Kurt here? Uh, he was. All right. So, Kenny, do you want to take him? Uh, well, he's not now, so... Right, uh, no, he's there's not. There's no peace deal for him. Oh, wait. No, no, no. He's there. He's there. Yeah, Destroyer Kurt. Um, See how peace can... Be a peace eating? deal between Sharon Osborne and Iron Maiden. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because they... Uh, there's bad blood there. I'll just say Um, that. Kenny Pick is next. Oh, no. Somebody? Anybody? Um, Kenny Pick gets a peace deal between. Please make uh, it sports. Please make it sports. Please make it sports. <laughs> I was gonna say the Cleveland Browns and pierogies. Oh, yeah, that's that, the best I got. If you guys got I, something, I think better. that the, the, that deal, the Parma pierogies, the Cleveland Browns versus the Parma pierogies. Gobble, the, uh, gobble, gobble. Not but the, the Cleveland Steamers. 
<laughs> the Cleveland Steamers is actually a roller derby team. Oh. Yeah. So. Oh, I got be one. said they don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> we gotta they, deal. They, they play like shit. <laughs> oh. Oh. We got a deal between Mrs. T's and Ocean Spray. <laughs> okay. For cranberry pierogies. Oh, oh that sounds wonderful. That's a wonderful. terrible deal. Yeah, it'd be pretty awful. I'd try it. Um, Would so you? Next up, we got Adam. We got Adam Hebert. Oh, Adam. Um, let's see. Uh, he's on sleep mode too. But um, well, uh, Bobber, you can take you. You can you can negotiate a peace deal for Adam. I'm sure. Um, is a, a peace deal between Tennessee and Kentucky to. Uh, decide that they they both suck. Oh, <laughs> ouch! Tennessee's not that bad. I named my cat after it, sort of. <laughs> so um, uh, you, haven't, you haven't been off the highway, have you? <laughs> well, all right. Uh, fair enough. So uh, Bobber's, Bobber's next. Uh oh. Uh oh. Let's make this terrible. I'm out. You you don't have anything. Mm, not, not, not. Okay, uh, I want try. I want trisec. I want trisec. Is all I'm saying. Well, I'll, I'll make half of Bobber's deal if Kenny, you make the other half. Okay, all right. Okay, my my half of the deal is with Sebastian Gorka. And uh, my half is the caller that called his show and called him out and made him have a meltdown and hang up on him. <laughs> <laughs> Gorka. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Wow. Okay. Um, I'll take I'll take Marnus. I'll take you, Joe. Okay. Go ahead. So Italians that live in Pennsylvania have come to an agreement that you can use ketchup and vinegar and oregano and olive oil. Oh no. And water. Oh no. To make pasta sauce. Oh put it no. Over sausage. Oh. With a little bit of mayonnaise. <laughs> And 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 mustard. No, that will never. Yikes. We would. No 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 no. We would violate that agreement on day. Thanks, Obama. Violating a peace treaty, dude. We would God violate that treaty on day zero. <laughs> Whoa, God I'm damn it! God damn it! We would stab the person with the pen. That they gave us to sign that treaty. I was gonna say uh, negotiate a peace deal with, between Sharky with the knife and oh. Joe himself. <laughs> so. That is a tough treaty to, yeah. to broker because <laughs> I've chased that boy down with his knife, and he's not easy to catch. Or a peace deal between uh, Earl and the squirrel. <laughs> so no, yeah. Earl already yeah. broke that deal. No, that man. one's for that one's Earl, for you, Earl right? Is like. That one's when for you. It, when it comes to squirrels, Earl is like Hezbollah, man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Earl's right. like Iran. He doesn't want any part of that deal. He, he, you no. know, yesterday I actually was, I saw him. He was so cute. I was like, oh, early. And I do, you know, I, I don't do baby talk except with the dogs. Sure. And I was like, oh, early, early, the squirrely. And he was like, and he was ready to run. Where? Where? Yeah. <laughs> it was Where? Show me that one quick. Kill, 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 murder, murder, <laughs> yeah. oh, bloodlust, 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well, let's roll along because we only got a couple I, left, and we got I'm birthdays next. to to do. I, I well, get, I, I said for, Earl and the Squirrel, but go ahead. My, my, uh, go. Rain. There you go. What? There you go. 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 Oh, okay. Um, so it's a peace deal between California Pizza Kitchen. Oh God. And, and <laughs> Ray's original. Oh God. Where they uh, both agree that Chicago's deep dish pizza isn't really pizza. I hate this country. <laughs> you don't want to throw a CC's pizza in there too? <laughs> the pizza buffet. <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's cardboard with orange sauce on it. Oh, it is yeah, it is it is hell food. All right. Um all right. I hate that agreement. Trisec. All right. Trisec. I got one for Trisec and of course I definitely have one for uh for Paul too, but Trisec, I've negotiated a peace deal between banana cream pie and Botinis. They finally can be served together in your home. Because <laughs> he referred to Botinis as the banana cream pie of cocktails. <laughs> so, anyway, of course. And last don't. but not least, we have uh, Trojan Rabbit. All right. Uh, we've negotiated a peace deal. It successfully worked out between Brave Sir Robin. Oh, no. And uh, and uh, and his penis. Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin! He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin! He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp. Or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows broken. To have his kneecap split and his body burned away. And his limbs all hacked and mangled, brave Sir Robin. His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis. That's, that's, uh, that's enough music for now, lads. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that is. And, uh, of course, uh... Don't save and don't shoot your penis off in this house. Did you hear about the guy in the Facebook group that, that shot a pecker? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Good apparently, for you. yeah, Good for needed an extra pee hole. Uh, <laughs> now it's like a sprinkler system. So, <laughs> uh, so yes, I, I had to explain to Caitlin, Chris. Yes, a nat, a, 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 um, what do you call it? A a, a botini. Is National Bohemian beer in a glass with a the uh, the rim of the glass has Old Bay on it? <laughs> so. Oh, of course it is. <clears throat> yeah. So how, how did I forget that? Oh I have God. mentioned that to you like a uh, fifty times. I, I know I forgot. There's a reason. Because <laughs> because it's disgusting, or uh, well, you drank you drank all the botinis. Yes. No. <laughs> Anyway, I we love got... living in this state. I do, but I am just fascinated with their obsession with Old Bay. Like everything it, is Old Bay. I love Old Bay. I do I, too. I do too. Don't get me wrong. Susan but has accused again, me though of being heavy-handed on the Old Bay, and and I have since stopped using it in everything. So we I, had a scratch-off ticket here, and when you scratched it off. The scratch and sniff old bay. Amen. Amen. I love it. 
Uh, so <laughs> anyway, uh, we have some birthdays. You got those uh, in your pocket there, Rain? I do. Let me get over to the messenger where I put it in. Um, it's from Francie. She's got two birthdays from her college friends. Um, Cindy on 813 and Jean today. Oh, well, there we go. Happy birthday. We got, uh, we got any other birthdays. We got the boners prepared. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! There we go. And just a friendly reminder, don't shoot off your boner. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that story uh, it, in depth. <laughs> I don't know how deep it, it goes now. But <laughs> One way to cure that Peroni's disease. I, I know. That'll straighten things out. <laughs> straighten <laughs> yeah, it's just uh uh that'll just blow right. that problem to the wind <laughs> right right uh, Back, what do i do about this just shoot it yeah <laughs> uh well you know what it's gonna sound like from now on every time the the guy goes uh to the bathroom right ow that came out of my penis <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I I did it again. Uh, Don't save penis in this house. All right, we'll wear that button out when we come back from break. We got some other news to talk about too, so no never button fear. to wear out because it got shot off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, now so. he's got his. He's like a whale. He's got a blowhole now. <laughs> <laughs> pew pew pew. <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> pew pew in the pee pee. <laughs> 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 All right, break time. We'll be right back with uh, more uh, more other stuff, you know, and, uh, you know, Tonight whatever. Tonight. Who knows? I don't know. Who am I? What Tonight. am I doing here? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. And now, on with the show. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! All right, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on RadioForHumans.com worldwide. And don't worry, we're going to get to the, the, the gun guy. We're going to save that for the end of the show for a good laugh before we... Uh, Go off the air. <laughs> Go off. Because um, his gun went off. 
Not in the air. Anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, The Electric City. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Doing pretty good. And okay. Rain for Freedom's blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Well, evidently, the end of the show is going to have some other red meat. Yeah, real bad. <laughs> so, and of course, uh, Bobber for Freedom's blog at Washington, D.C. A man who smokes his meat doesn't shoot his meat. <laughs> yeah, it's, so. um, it's much, much tastier that way. Yeah, well... That's what she said. So I don't know. <laughs> it is what I said. Whatever. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to stop while I'm... Uh, I'm going to stop. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, helpful tip, Ken. No, no, stop. Uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's let's roll along here. I think that... that okay, let's roll along. That's good. All right, so we have other stories I wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, I do. Susan uh, got me some pictures of July's Rose uh, that I'm going to share for living because apparently the Iran of cats needs to be seen. Uh, (laughs) 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 Yeah, so she's my little. Who's my little terrorist? Uh, (laughs) She wears a a suicide vest, too. Uh, (laughs) Kidding. Sorry, that's dark. Uh, but you know, we do. Hello, you know, there's a Twitter account. account. Ah. There, uh, I, I'll have to find it and send it to you. There's a Twitter account out there that's kind of, um, it makes fun of that. Where it's basically, you know, uh, not terrorist cats. I'll find it. I'll send it's it. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so let's, uh, let, let, I, I want to, I just have wanted to do, I, I've wanted to do a story about him in a while, and he's been kind of quiet, uh, and until, uh, until he wasn't anymore, and uh, here it goes, ladies and germs. I'm here to beg God to get me the strength and the words to unlock the spirit of humanity. Cool. With a huge awakening to bring these people down forever and to bind them for hell. Yeah, yeah. By the power of Grayskull. I submit to it with pleasure. Cool yeah. story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Can I hear it again? Do you have time? Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, that's kind of the response uh, that he got. Alex Jones, <laughs> this video has been going around, and thank you, thank you, Dad, for reminding me of this because I saw it and I was like, oh my god, I gotta do that, I gotta play this. Alex Jones went to a park in Austin, oh, yes. and there were a bunch of teenagers who were like volunteers to like you know, uh, it, 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 they want people to make appointments to go into the park uh, and, and stay safe and social distance and wear masks if possible, whatever. Um, you know, and Austin is a pretty liberal city. We'd know this. So so they're gonna they're gonna try and stick to the science, try and you know, in, in Texas is like fucking on fire with COVID right now. Well, I, Alex Jones decides to go and throw a temper tan- tantrum in front of all these teenagers. And they just ignored him. <laughs> they just sat there. They got out their cell phones and took some videos and everything. Uh, one girl flipped them off. 
Uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's going after these 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 teenagers. Like one's a lifeguard uh, who's just volunteering to to try and help people to not get sick and die. You know, being a patriot, as it were. Well, Alex Jones didn't see it that way, and he even had a bullhorn and was wandering around with it. This video is so fucking hilarious. But uh, yeah, here's here's the, the it has to be seen. You should look it up if you haven't seen it. But here's the audio from it. About the past, I've been coming here since I was in uh, high school and college, and now you, you guys were... use your COVID hoax to like set a checkpoint up so you can take COVID, over the parks and start charging. COVID hoax. It's unconstitutional. This is not even a city ordinance. This is a illegal power grab of the people, Greenbelt, and it's time to free Austin. So are you guys volunteers for the city of Austin? Who are you, masked man? I'm a lifeguard for Barton Springs. You're a lifeguard for Barton Springs, now part of the criminal power grab. <laughs> this is outrageous criminal activity. This is the seizure of the infrastructure of Austin. It is all color of law garbage. My wife came here this morning when you cult member Coops showed up here and you ask her, where's her reservation? Her reservation is that we live in a free country. We live in America. Oh. Oh, I call God. for everybody out there watching. The time for civil disobedience is here. I want this removed tonight. COVID-19 is a power grab hoax. That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. <laughs> Can I hear it again? Do you have time? You know what? He's one of those people that thinks the louder he yells, you know, the, the more people are going to believe him. Yeah. The, the more the, that what he says is true. Or the more people that don't speak English will understand him. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the hearing impaired will uh, somehow, you know. Hear again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So somebody remarried him? Uh, yeah. Well, let's not. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, but anyway, it, it's just hysterical because it's like these kids are just sitting around like, dude, okay, great. I mean, they, they were exactly like the Jonah Hill cool story thing. It, 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 just non-verbally, you know, kids like I'm a lifeguard. I'm just helping out so now you're part of the criminal power grab of covid hoax good for them jesus god i mean Seriously, what a feckless them. ineffective fool. impotent fool he is seriously <laughs> i mean it, it's just uh, and, and that's that's pretty much it that's the story guys that's it <laughs> there's nothing else to it there's no depth there's no analysis Alex Jones got ignored by a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> Which I, who I would let, expect. Who let this asshole in here? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I mean, the teenagers are, are pretty much the best at, at just turning a snotty nose up at people that they they have no respect for. Yeah, oh, I, I wouldn't even say a snotty nose. I think Alex Jones probably had the the, the snot running down his face, uh, way screaming in that bullhorn. Well, you know, if one of them, from what I understood, there were more than one that were lifeguards. They yeah, also they, know how to, like... They just, if yeah. You're a life, if you're a lifeguard, you're trained not only to save lives, you're also trained not to panic and not to freak out when somebody yeah. else is freaking out. So Alex Jones basically <laughs> looked like a drowning kid in a pool, except that he wasn't in a pool. Well, well, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say the most hilarious thing about it is 
as if Alex Jones needs a bullhorn for <laughs> six for six people in like a twenty by twenty area. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't like this big sprawling thing. It was like a 20, 20 by twenty area, like the entrance of the park. And and there was like a screen where you know like a, a plexi screen um, where you know you, you make a reservation, go to the park, to you know social distance, do whatever, follow you know some simple guidelines to help save lives. And he's like, I want this taken down tonight. I bet it wasn't taken down. I mean, God. just yeah, just but that yeah, that's the story. But you know, yeah, the biggest biggest thing of the story is that. Uh, he got ignored, and he felt he needed a megaphone for five people <laughs> in a twenty by twenty area, or six people, whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, he showed up with the megaphone, Ken. Well, he he he. The the video was isn't it, edited. Isn't it been surgically it, attached to his face. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, no, I mean, no. It, it started out he didn't have the megaphone, but then you know it was edited down. And then, it, then it's like you know he like went back to his car and got the megaphone, or right. So he drives around with a megaphone. Yeah, as most sane people do. <laughs> Where's my megaphone? I even have spare, even have spare megaphones. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. I got you yeah. know whole. I I got one of those uh, battery daddies that I keep extra batteries in for them. So mm -hmm. have you mm -hmm. seen the commercials for battery daddy? <laughs> no. Battery daddy. That sounds like something that goes with a vibrator. It that sounds like something. It, it, yeah. it sounds like somebody who should be in jail. <laughs> battery daddy. Oh, or that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a there's a case out in a, a battery organizing case called the Battery Daddy that I've been seeing commercials for, <laughs> and it's like. Oh, do you have batteries in your drawers that are overflowing and you can never find the right size you need? Well, now there's battery, Daddy. Oh. Or you could yeah, just put sounds, them in a drawer like a little a more felony, organized. Yeah. Or a felony or, well, both of them. If it's a battery, Daddy, you're either abusive or my battery, Daddy, which is my vibrator, who I pretend is my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> You should you should uh, you should uh, buy a battery daddy for your sister. She'll <laughs> uh, yeah. have it, it pleading for help. Hers was, guys, hers was you. It's USB chargeable. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, you know. Anyway, it would still be a funny gift. Um, so. Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, let, let's move on. Let's let's get to Mike Pence talking about meat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mike Pence uh, was talking to some farmers. I guess uh, basically he was talking to a bunch of white dudes and uh, lying and trying to instill fear about. And you know what? What I think we should do on the break is we should play that Burger King uh, commercial again because. What what uh, Biden and Harris are supportive of is uh, um, sustainable uh, um, factory farming, right? As we all are, to reduce methane emissions, cow farts, yes, and mm -hmm. uh, which has been mocked and ridiculed by people on the right for uh, for like two decades, I think. And pig farts. Yeah, hog farts. 
ham farts. So, uh, <laughs> ham farts. <laughs> so sorry, I, I I have a ham farts drop, so that's why I had to uh, ham farts. No, not ham farts. Yeah, hog farts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so Pence is is, is trying to s- scare monger, fear monger about uh, the secret evil plan to take meat out of the mouth. Wait. They want to take. Well, you can they understand cut, why he's upset about that. They want right? to cut off Americans' meat. But Pence doesn't want meat. <laughs> well, it's better than shooting it off, I guess. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, you know, more efficient, I think. Um, so ask Lorena Bobbitt. Oh, look, we have had two shows in a row where I've had Lorena Bobbitt boom. jokes. So, uh, boom, shot it right off. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so Pence is. Um, I don't know, man. I think maybe Mother should have been up there guiding this speech. <laughs> because this sounds... I mean, talking to a room full of white men about... Meat. Getting their meat cut <laughs> off. I mean... Uh, dude. <laughs> dude. It, 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 it's, it, it's, it's not a good look. Crazy. But anyway, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, and, and again, I know everybody loves the Archer one, but I love this one so and much you know, more. You know what you do? You, you buy yourself a tape recorder. You just record yourself for a whole day. I think you're going to be surprised at some of your phrasing. Yeah, so, so listen back, Mike Pence, right here. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris would bury the economy under an avalanche of red tape, more regulation, oh. and more bureaucracy. Tape. In fact, the California senator that he named as his running mate this week said during her short campaign for president that Americans needed to be, and I quote, educated about the effect of our eating habits on our environment. Uh-huh. Yeah? Uh-huh. What's wrong with that? Senator Kamala Harris said she would change the dietary guidelines of this country to reduce the amount of red meat Shit. Americans can eat. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. (laughs) 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 Baby. Oh, yeah. And when, like, they cross their legs after a moment. Um, that's Joni Ernst's job, from what I remember. Um, Seriously. But you know, but when you heard, when I heard them all boo, they're like boo. It, it sounded like it's this. More like, more like, I mean, they sounded like, like moo. Yeah, moo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but no. I, but Sound don't like worry, cow. all you all, all you Trump cult <laughs> zombies. There's plenty plenty of brains to eat out there. Brains. Um, they're not gonna cut your meat. <laughs> I mean, just listen to that one more time. It's almost like he kind of realized what he was saying by the end of it, and didn't yeah. emphasize and didn't emphasize it the way you normally would for a big like, you know, drive it home moment at the end of a speech. You know, you it's said like drive it home. I did, I did. <laughs> so, did. Uh, but. But it, it, it's like you know when when you uh, get to the the end of a speech, usually you're like, 
yes, I'm saying this with absolute confidence, but he says it and he kind of like, oh, these are the words coming out of my mouth. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Meat. Jesus. Meat. It, it reminds <laughs> me of the, the speech at the end of um, Idiocracy. <laughs> where yeah. uh, we'll watch movies and, and we'll know whose ass it is and we'll care whose ass is farting. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, well, who I'm is sure. Uh, Speechwriter. I don't know. Mr. I- Gorbachev, cut America's meat. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think uh, when he, he was writing the speech, I think he wrote the speech himself and somebody tried to interrupt him. Go away, Baton. Yeah. Um, Seriously. <laughs> You're a liar, Mr. Trump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I've got some red meat for you. Uh, uh, I bet he does. I Ew. bet he does. <laughs> Did you earn your red I, wings? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Some raw Did, red meat. I got some red meat for you. It's a little crooked. You got brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and he looks like shit. I haven't seen him in I haven't seen him in a long it's, time. His it, it, he's getting uh he's getting uh, the neck gina from the Trump has. Well, and is he getting is he getting his is he getting paler? <laughs> oh, if that's possible. I think he's starting he's starting to turn into a ghost. I think we need to rename him Whitey Corngood. So uh, <laughs> Stolen from Mr. Show once again. That video was that he just seemed like he was so proud, like he delivered a zinger. Like, oh, I'm going to deliver this zinger to this crowd. And it just sounded so awkward. Really? He's he's turning into an albino. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. God, so cringe-inducing! It really oh, is. every time. Like, how did he think that? that how did like, anybody that like think that was going to play of out? Being sexist that Kamala's going to cut your penis? Yeah, I mean, well, yes, and of course, uh, just cut there are rules. Don't say penis. In but yeah, house. that that was that's what. It, honest to God, I think it was it was designed to be a sexist attack. Is well, I think so too. Um, but, uh, but uh, the gayest uh, vice president we've ever had delivered that line. You I'm said saying it. it, I wanted to say it, I didn't, but thank you. Uh, but yeah, he's I'll, say, uh, I'll take the heat, I'll take the heat. Uh, and I'll will take you take the, the meat? meat? No, no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you're gonna, you're gonna take the meat, you're gonna cut it, aren't you? We're not gonna let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Meat. I'll do it. I mean, the way he says meat there, it's not. It's not like meat. I mean, if you, we're not gonna let Joe Biden and and, and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. meat. Uh, you know, just say meat. He's like meat. <laughs> He's so man. I mean, that's the thing to me. It's like he was manly. It's like, no, that's not your wheelhouse, Mikey. Oh. But what? What is it with him? Like, like. His first was at first just ghostly. Now it's a whiter shade of pale. Well, maybe his meat got cut off and he bled it, it, it lost a lot that's of blood. Exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I think his meat is, and the bloodletting has begun. Yeah. Oh my Mother. god, he's he's fading. 
He's going like, to get cloud soon. He's just I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe he's like, I don't know. Maybe somebody face. traveled back in time and made sure his parents didn't meet. Gone. Oh, they didn't, they didn't <laughs> cut off the beat. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm fading Freezing. out of the Polaroid. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you, know, you know what you do? You, you buy yourself a tape recorder. You just record yourself for a whole day. I think you're going to be surprised at some of your friends. Meat! Maybe he, maybe he needs some of that... Uh, that spray rubber stuff, because I cut my meat in half. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, so. Next tape. Put your yeah. penis back. Yeah. yeah so. I saw this boat in half. <laughs> Ow! I Can cut I your meat off. off. I oh, made yeah. a new penis. So. Don't save penis in this house. Actually, it was said a lot. Don't so. save penis, 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 penis in this house. Yeah, so I haven't wow, played that in a while. Flex, the Flex Tape family of products. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Uh, all right, well, it's oh, okay. it's break time. We, we, we do have a little bit more audio. Uh, yeah. I got that Aaron Rodgers thing if you want to run with it, but I don't know if I'll, uh, that's going to be in everybody's wheelhouse. Oh, and I have some more uh, Kira Phillips from ABC News and all that guy from HuffPo we got questioning. Oh, Trump. he was good. Yeah, was yeah. Good. And then we'll talk about the guy in the gun and his love gun. Um, and I'm sorry, my my voice cracked there. So, uh, Time to change. Um, I saw this meat in half. I saw this meat in half. <laughs> So, oh yeah, so let's let's find that. Uh, uh, did I file it under BK or Burger King? Uh, for <laughs> you know, uh, or Burfer. Uh, I spelled Burfer, <laughs> not Burger. <laughs> uh, let me see. Oh, where the heck is that? Um, oh man, seriously, maybe it is under BK. BK. Yeah, I methane reduction ad. He there we go. Stole it. Yeah, we need the the, B, the Burger King methane reduction ad. So uh, we'll play that, and we'll uh, we'll cue up uh, the Hearts a quick song too. So uh, and that also is a big piece of meat in your body. The heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, <clears throat> grasping, grasping. But anyway, here we go. Uh, double shot BK uh, methane reduction ad and uh, the Heart by Bobber. So. Hang tight, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com When cows fart and burp and splatter Well, it ain't no laughing matter They're releasing methane every time they do And pollutes our planet, warming me and you. Yes, and methane that the past is a greenhouse gas that'll trap the sun's heat and change our climate too. Gee, is it hot in here or is it just me? So to change emissions, Burger King went on a mission testing diets that would help reduce their farts. That's a start. Suggestion, adding, planting grass so they can play their part. Woo-hoo! Reducing methane 
me, farting. Must be me. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Yet out of this apparent chaos, these people bring tomorrow's show, fresh and new and gay and hot. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here. Really? Yes, it's just that simple. Listen to the Bradcast every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. Please visit RadioForHumans.com and Bradblog.com. Let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That, to me, is extremely exciting. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. 
And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka, goes right there. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Has anybody told you how good-looking you are lately? Well, they should. Oh, my good gracious me, look at that. Radioforhumans.com Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice. And thank you, Susan. She got me those super cute pictures of Jeliza Rose. One when she was a little tiny baby. The second one when she was a little tiny baby. The the first one I put is her now. So uh, she's adorable. She's a little fluffy black kitty. Uh, she's tiny. She's a runt. But uh, but yeah, she's, she's still the Iran of cats. So... And she does run <laughs> when Tennessee comes around. So anyway, uh, welcome back uh, to the program, everybody. Uh, yeah, we got a little bit more audio to get to, but uh, we do want to talk about the the guy who uh, shot himself in the pecker uh, coming up. So I find it amazing how much you men want to talk about this. Well, I've got some red meat for you. Uh, well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Heather Heather begged me over on 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 the chat to to play it, and uh, Livin was the one who shared the story over on Turnips. So and so did so. and so did try. Yeah, so that's right. That's right. So I I'm I'm saying Heather was like, please talk about the guy who shot his pecker. <laughs> I was like, all right, you want to? It's a good story. That's so good. Ah. Uh, all right, so let's see what we have left in the way of audio. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, let, let's. <clears throat> um, uh, this is um, a couple more Trump clips. Uh, I want to play this one. This was from today. Uh, this is ABC's Kira Phillips uh, saying, "Hey, Trump, seems like you have uh, you you have a problem with a, a woman of color, Kamala Harris, uh, running uh, on the VP ticket." Kamala Harris. You've been very blunt about how you feel about her mean, nasty, mad woman. Biden now saying... No, I haven't been blunt. I said she treated Joe Biden worse than anybody else. I watched those debates. They were very boring, but they were uh, debates nevertheless. And I watched... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause it right there. Uh, she treated Joe Biden worse than anybody else, Mr. Ukraine perfect phone call, motherfucker? Thank you. Hmm. Fuck right off with that shit. 
Anyway. Yeah, it was a debate. And you know what? You were such a coward. You picked somebody that was uh, going to totally just crawl up in your colon and pick the corn out for you. Um, did, uh, with did whitey corn good. Harris <laughs> ask Joe Biden to take a cognitive test? Hmm. Did Kamala I Harris don't think so. call him Sleepy Joe? I definitely don't think that happened. Don't think uh, Kamala Harris has photoshopped any pictures of him to make it look like he's hiding in his basement. Yeah, exactly. Have her, have uh, Kamala Harris's children, or uh, you know, tweeted out uh, conspiracy theory and ugly, nasty bullshit about yeah. Biden? No, not yeah. at all. So, uh, yeah. And this is important to me because, again, this is about... What's interesting about the debates is that I, 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 I know that Joe listened to her concerns. And I know there's a lot of people out there, lefties, that are, are very concerned about this ticket. They're like, you know, oh, they're cops and they're going to, you know... They're they're learning. Yeah, the whole, they're the learning. Whole they're changing. Stupid. That's, yeah, that's it's, actually that's actually a trope that is coming from the troll farms in Russia. It is. It there is. And it's being into it, gobbled this up. Is really, where it's coming. It's from. being gobbled up by RT leftists. Is what it is. Yes. Because yes. left leftists fucking love uh, hard leftists love RT, and they're like, oh yeah, oh that's great. And by the way, Lee Camp, if he still has a show on RT, I'm I, I'm 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 ashamed that I ever had him on this show because uh, taking Kremlin fucking money, you know. And thank God Tom Hartman broke away from that, but that was that was despicable. I, I mean, seriously, don't fucking take Kremlin money. That's gross. You know, yeah, it I'm took glad me, it, did too. it took me a hot minute to to realize, you know, what RT was all about. But, you know, that... What was that bobblehead? Peter... Oh, God. I can't remember. There, there, there was that... Uh, I don't know. Peter Lavelle or something like that, I think. Uh, that was such a, a, a Kremlin crony. Um, yeah, just... Uh, RT is horrible. It's horrible. And it should be shut down. Uh, we should We shouldn't have... Kremlin-funded uh, uh, outlets, uh, media outlets oh, on, are on American radio soil. Stations around the country that actually um, are Sputnik Radio. Yeah, no, uh, isn't uh, uh, Voice of America VOA? Isn't that one uh, Russian-funded no. too? No, mm. VOA was actually taken over by a Trump loyalist, so that's a problem. It was taken but over Sputnik's by what? You cut up a Trump a Trump loyalist. Oh, really? Okay. So there's, um, going forward, we have to elect Biden and Harris to make sure that VOA becomes independent again. But no, there I can't remember what cities there are. It's not D.C., well, but there are certain cities that are actually airing Sputnik radio yeah. flat out. Oh, I'm not surprised by that in Trump's America, but, um, but anyway, uh, let's continue this because uh, Kara Phillips is like, you, you, you know, she said you, you've been pretty blunt about Kamala Harris. No, no, she treated Sleepy Joe worse than anybody ever, worse than I ever did. You know, pretty good parts of him, and 
She treated Biden worse than anybody else by far. There was nobody, including Pocahontas. Nobody Fuck treated you. Biden so oh, badly really? as Kamala. Do you have an issue with a strong woman of color being in this presidential race? Do you none see, whatsoever. You don't see her as, as a threat? You, as you know, none whatsoever. Nope, not at all. Bullshit, bullshit, yeah. bullshit, 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 bullshit. I mean, why, why else would he pronounce her name? Kamala. Well, Kamala. He, he said, Kamala. Like it was yeah. painting him to say it uh, properly. Like it, like it was a big joke to him. Like her name was a big joke. Well, and you know, you see what Tucker Carlson's doing and Sanjay Udoshi, who I got to get back on the show, Dr. Udoshi. Um, he pointed out in a post on I Facebook. Like yeah, he's a great dude. Um, and uh, and he's got zero fucks to give uh, uh, on, you know, where his politics are uh, and science and dealing with this crisis. Um but he said, he said, you know, that's, you know, he's like, you know, as, as, uh, uh, you know, he, you know, he's, uh, of Indian descent and he's like, yeah, you know, brown skin people from non-European countries are often subject to this kind of thing. The, because, uh, 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 Tucker was saying Kamala and he's like, it's no coincidence that he's doing that. He's using that for like. I'm not going to say the full phrase, but there's a racist phrase that begins with camel. Um, you know, you know what I'm talking about? He's like, it's no. Co- it, okay. It's it. Camel jockey. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought that was a, I thought that was a, a derogatory term for Arabs. Eh, it doesn't matter if you're brown skin and you're from a non-European yeah. country. I'm, I'm you know. sure. I'm sure to, to, to the, to the brain dead Trump supporters, yeah, you know, the, the matter. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, so so that that's what he's saying. He's he's saying his experience as you know an American citizen who, who you know because I mean it, it's like the Sikh temple shooting, you know the Sikh yeah. temple massacre. The, you know it doesn't matter. You have brown skin and you don't you know look like an African American. They're like, oh, you're a Muslim, you know, whatever. Um, so, so that was no mistake that Tucker Carlson was doing that. Joe, did you wait, see anything? Wait until she gets accused of being a secret, just like Obama. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. But Joe, did you th- did you see any of that uh, garbage? Are you there, Joe? Uh, yeah, yeah. In nineteen, 19- yeah, I did. Am I there? Yeah, 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 you're there. You're there. Oh, Go oh, ahead. Wait, I thought I dropped out. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I did, and um, you know, what could I say? Well, it's it's yeah, no it's, coincidence. It's be every racist. That, yeah. It's. It starts small. I, I, hate, I hate to say, you know, like, I like the way they. The Biden team attacked it, which is not to attack it. Yes. Yeah. Because do you want to really give give life to this thing? Oh, you know, that's the yeah, thing. exactly, exactly. And I, well, and, and I think I think just like like they did, ignore it. I mean, there's enough people out there that are crying about it, you know, and saying you know what it is. 
So do you want to really, does the Biden campaign want to waste time on that? Or do you want to concentrate on something like um, the coronavirus, <laughs> you know, which is yeah. killing people? Joe, mm. that's a really good point. And what I'm starting to figure out is that there, it doesn't seem like the campaign is going to address that. Instead, I no, think no. from what I'm seeing, from, and it, it's only been a couple of days. So if I'm wrong, I'm sorry in advance, but it seems like because they're pulling out the same damn racist ideas that they used against Obama and the same sexist ideas that they used against Hillary, they're, they're literally the same playbook. Yeah. So or against 2008, Warren. we are now in 2020. I am hoping, and I, I, I don't, I don't think I'm wrong, that that 23% that will always be in, in the, the Trump cult, there will always be that cult. But yeah. the rest of the country, you know, they've, they got the number and they're like, I've gotten this call before. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to hear it. And so I, I hope, I hope that, that the, the campaign doesn't respond to it. Yeah, I, I just it's just like a, 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 a bait and trap kind of thing, you know? You almost well, expect this from them. Oh yeah, it, it, yeah. It, 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 you're right. It's the same old playbook. They just dusted it off. I mean, honest to God, that playbook never collects dust because they use it constantly. The mm -hmm. suburban housewives. I was just going to mention that. You know, uh, you know, scary. Trump lives in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I, we need to move along uh, quickly here so we can talk about the guy who shot himself in the nuts. Um, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, so this is great. This is a Huffington Post reporter. I couldn't, I, I, I didn't have time because, again, I was pressed. I, I couldn't find his name. But a Huffington Post reporter had this question for Trump and left Trump utterly speechless and immediately moved on to the next uh, the next reporter at the briefing uh, yesterday. After three and a half years, do you regret at all all the lying you've done to the American people? On all the what? All the lying, all the dishonesties. That who has done? You have done. Uh, Tens of thousands. Yeah, go ahead, please. Please. Uh, go ahead. I, I wanted to ask about payroll tax. <laughs> Just, I mean, brave, brave I mean, seriously, he could, he couldn't even stick up for himself and say, name one lie. Well, that wouldn't have gone well. <laughs> He's that a coward. Oh, of course he is. He's a fake tough guy. He's the fake alpha with his fucking grease, I greasy orange makeup and is comb that over like and is you know ask that question because it's finally we finally got a reporter to ask the one question at least for me i'm not sure about you guys that has been the one question i wanted to have asked of him for the, in the past three and a half years why do you lie so much yeah or you know i, I don't know i think a better question m might be how does it feel to be a walking talking piece of shit <laughs> I would love for somebody to ask that. They they yeah. could escort it out, but it would be it would be awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh but that he would uh, you know, 
He'd, uh, he'd, he'd have a shard over that one for sure. So, uh, but no, that was great. Uh, so thank you. I'm sorry I don't know the name of the reporter. Again, press for time because they dropped a car on a car. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> car on car the action. Story of, story of the week. Our car was a power bottom. I saw this boat in half. Uh, anyway. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about the guy who shot himself in the pud. Um, this is from Vice uh, Motherboard uh, by Matthew Galt. Gun enthusiasts celebrate man who shot himself in the balls as their king. That's right. <laughs> Back in May, we wrote about a group of gun enthusiasts who love taking pictures of loaded weapons pointed at their dicks. On a long enough timeline, uh, one of them was inevitably going to accidentally discharge their weapon. And, well, (laughs) discharge their weapon. And... On Tuesday, that appears uh, to be exactly what happened to one of their members in the San Diego area. A member of the Facebook group dedicated to taking pictures of loaded weapons pointed at their dicks finally shot himself in the balls, according to bloody pictures and video he posted on social media. Dude! Dude! He's like, well, I've got some red meat for you. Oh, God. Oh, he really did. (laughs) Yeah, he did. He did. And this Uh, one wasn't cut. Yeah, he posted him on. Uh, yeah, he posted him on social media in the Scattered empir- smothered. And- <laughs> Scattered oh god! Smothered- wow! <laughs> the Waffle and- House version of shooting yeah. yourself in the oh. dick. So uh, he posted the videos uh, on social media in the Imperial County Sheriff's Office, which confirmed the incidents to Motherboard. Rather than step back and start questioning whether the practice is wise, the group made him an administrator and are now celebrating them as their king. Okay. (laughs) Well, I think they should be celebrating him as their Ken doll. Oh. Yeah. yeah, No relation. Um, You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. It's all just smooth. Smooth, yeah. yeah. On August 11th, a member of the group. uh, Except for the ugliest car. Yeah. What is what is wrong on, with on, well here, I'll give you the full story here. On August eleventh, a member of the group uh called Loaded Guns pointed at Venus. I don't know why they use a, a B instead of a well, maybe because they're not allowed to say that word in the South. So we'll just say Venus. Posted a video of himself pointing his loaded uh nineteen eleven handgun at his junk. There's a brief oh, pause before the gun discharges. The original video of the man shooting himself in the balls and subsequent thread has been deleted. But members of the group captured the video in aftermath and re-uploaded it. Oh, dear God. It says, uh, hey, boys, I might have fucked up. The The man who shot himself in the balls wrote above the picture of his naked legs and splattered blood on the carpet on his floor. That's gross. Man. A towel oh. stuffed between his legs and printed out a copy of the Constitution. Uh, a printed out copy of the Constitution is crumpled uh, on the edge of the photo. Uh, oh my God! Use the the Constitution to, to blot up the blood. Oh my God! Where I, it used oh, to be. I guess. I guess it will come in handy. God, uh, oh, that's that oh. America. No wonder they made him a king instead of a president because. The, you know. yeah, well, yeah, there you go. Uh, well, you know, the emperor has no dick. 
Well, you know. And again, he straightened out that Peroni problem. Um, so the guy, the guy posted, uh, the, the guy posted through the incident as he bled God's caliber 45 went through my scrotum mattress box spring in the floor. He wrote, I, I hear that one of the boys is not yeah, amused I think by this we had gunshot or something. Oh, uh, ori originally the man thought he just grazed his balls, but in a subsequent hospital visit, it told a different story. In the last public post from the man, he's in a green hospital gown on a gurney. A pink mask is draped across his face, and he's pointing his finger at his crotch like a gun. Turns out it wasn't a graze. That round went right the fuck through me, he posted. Uh, what I thought were two graze wounds turned out to be an entrance and exit wound. Oh, my God. I, I'm... I'm, I'm 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 I, I I'm even have I'm crossing my, legs. crossing my legs. Yeah. So um, the shooter didn't respond to a, a request for comment, but an admin for loaded guns pointed at Venus said he was doing well. He's a hundred percent okay. Actually went to work the next day. No, he didn't. <laughs> An admin of Loaded Guns pointed at Venus, told Motherboard in a Facebook message, the reason we are calling him a king is partially because the poor guy already shot himself. Don't think he needs to be chastised as well. Oh, you don't oh. think after he shot himself in the fucking dick he didn't need to be chastised? Oh, Jesus God almighty. I'm quite sure he's learned his lesson without the entire world calling him an idiot. Oh my God! How many None of you have learned. Does he have to shoot? Up? Of course, he learned his. Fuck! I don't know. Holy shit! Sorry who's, for who's yelling. That? So no. is it Colin saying that or what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's learned his lesson. Anyway, I think she was, uh, <laughs> she was concerned. She was, she was concerned. concerned. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll let everybody lesson. else. I'll let everybody else uh, read the article. Uh, 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 Livin posted it. <laughs> nice one, Trisac. <laughs> uh, Livin, Livin posted it over on um, on Turnips. Uh, on uh, uh, I think Heather did. Too. Yeah, Heather and uh, uh, Livin posted that one, I believe. So thank you for that. Yes, we're... Um... <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's no reason to chastise him. I'm sure he learned his lesson. How many more of you dumb idiots pointing guns at your dicks need to learn a lesson? I mean, God Almighty, shut the fucking group down, you dumb morons! The My fact that there God. was a group at all. The fact that there was a group at all. Oh. Men showing pictures, pointing their guns at their junk. Is. <laughs> This I, is a group. This is a group of people who come together and be like, you're my buddy. Let's point the gun at our... God, what is... I, I don't even... I... Anyway. Please don't um, take this personally, but sometimes boys are really gross. You know, I, I think Tricic will understand this when I say they need to have their, uh, if they have them, their gun safety merit badges taken away. Mm. Yeah. I, I say yeah. just just castrate them all. <laughs> well, stop reproducing. Just line them all up and shoot them in the dick. <laughs> and then every time they go to the bathroom, you know what they'll say? Ow! That 
came out of my penis. Yep. So, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Don't say penis in this house. All right, let's go. Let's let's wrap things up. Uh, but yeah, I I hope everybody enjoyed that. That was for you, Heather. I hope you enjoyed it. So, uh, oh, Tennessee, Tennessee, did you want? He's about to eat. You want? You want to eat that? Hi, Tenny. Meow, oh, meow. He's, not, he's not being as meow. loud as he took. He's just happy to see his mommy. Uh, so anyway, all right, let's uh, let's do parting shots. Uh, so uh, <laughs> you're doing parting shots after that story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I'm oh phrasing. That's that's phrasing. Yeah. You know, you know what you do? You you buy yourself a tape recorder. You just record yourself for a whole day. I think you're going to be surprised at some of your phrasing. Well, I've got some red meat for you. There you go. Uh, I shot my dick in half. Uh, I saw this boat in half. Yep. So, uh, get the Flex Tape family of products. <laughs> Hello, Wildcats. All right. Uh, <laughs> Please, let's continue with parting shots. <laughs> yeah. uh, how about closing uh, statements? Closing statements. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, uh, but anyway. Uh, okay, uh, uh, Rain, go first. You know what? I um, I know we didn't get audio for tonight, and I understand why, because crushed car. Yeah. But uh, I listened to Kamala. I listened to Kamala Harris's first interview, then uh, nominated, yeah. and it was by a woman who runs the 19th. And the interview is just amazing. There's two things. One thing I found out that I really, really love about her, our vice, our future vice president, is that Please. she does like that head bob, and she does that thing with her hands. And when she does it, you know she's going to say something really impactful. Like yeah. she's got a certain kind of physicality to how she communicates that I just, I really like. And the first time she did it in the interview, I can't remember the question, but. Her answer was, uh, let's let's take it a step back. And what she said was, Joe Biden had the audacity to nominate a black woman as his VP. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, whoa. And she said it, you know, how, and, you know, we we all like her. So you guys know what I'm saying when she does that kind of head bob and the hands. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was talking to I. I did share it with Bob how it just, it moved me. It was like, yeah, he did have the audacity. Uh, the parting shot is that Bob reminded me that Barack Obama wrote a book called The Audacity of Hope. Yeah. I don't think that was a coincidence because Joe Biden did have the audacity. And, and later on in her answer, she actually said that he took a risk. Mm -hmm. Not by nominating her, but by nominating a black woman. Yeah, and I think that was incredibly um, uh, forthright and really honest. And uh, I am looking forward to seeing these two get the garbage out of the White House. I'm into that. I agree. And uh, oh, and quickly, I want to say I'm sorry we didn't get to talk about the the vote voter interference in the post uh, the post office defunding that trump is doing right now yeah, and the removal of all the blue mailboxes too we're gonna have to try and do a deep dive on that on tuesday because um that that's a huge story 
Yeah. Uh, but again, mm-hmm. I, like I said, the a car fell on our car, so it is what it is. <laughs> At least you um, didn't shoot yourself in the penis. I didn't yeah. shoot myself in the penis. <laughs> all right, Joe, what's your parting shot, sir? Well, uh, first of all, let me uh, just, uh, that was a good segue about the, the removal of the blue boxes. Uh, breaking news coming just now. Uh, you see, this is the power of the press. The post office will stop removing the blue boxes right now in 13 western states, possibly all states. They're trying to clarify this until after the election. Oh, good. Good. So that so that just broke tonight. And fact, who, who, a few minutes who, ago. Uh, effectively, who uh, gave this order? Not the new postmaster uh, general, right? I don't know. All, the, all I know is that they're going to stop it uh, in, according to CNN, in 13 western states. But they also said they're trying to get some clarification on whether that applies to all states. Yeah. Uh, because the, the thing was unclear. Mm-hmm. But to me, if this is true, this is the power of the press. They have been yeah. pounding this on MSNBC and on CNN, CNN yeah. all day. All they, week. They have. They've been on it, on it, on it, to the point where now the inspector general is going to look in not only to to what he's doing with the post office, but to whether he should have the job at all, because he has like $50 million in stock in companies like FedEx. So despicable. Of course he does. So despicable. Sure he does. Are we surprised? So, so No. I don't know. There must have been some pressure to do something. So at least we're to the point where... They're doing a little thing. Now, the machines that sort mail, and I worked in the post office in college, those machines are important. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they, they, they sort a lot of mail. You start removing seven, 800 of those machines across the country, you're slowing down the mail. I'll tell you what, the mail has been slowed down. I've had packages. Oh, yeah. deli- I've pa- had packages. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I paid through the nose on a package from California to send it a uh, priority. It took mm-hmm. a week and a half to get here. Yeah, uh, people have been asking me, is your mail slower lately? And, and yeah, there are days we don't get mail. Yeah, yeah I think this nothing. is something we should definitely do a dive yeah. in on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, definitely. the good news is tonight that at least there's some reports that they're, they're stopping pulling those mailboxes off the streets, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So, and uh, by the way, the, the the reporter for Huff Post, his name is Sharish Date. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. He's a Washington correspondent for Huff Post. He also is an interesting guy. Uh, him and his sons uh, uh, crossed the Atlantic and sailed the Mediterranean as far as oh. Aegean Sea. Nice. Right. Yeah, Very so he's cool. quite a, a sailor too. So yeah. and he's he's got Check some books out and everything. So he's no uh, so he's no pushover. This guy. Now and I got Sunday, sail on. I got sail on sailor stuck in my head. Now go ahead. There you go. <laughs> now you got a earworm. And Sunday Wait. we're gonna do a little takeoff on. Do you remember uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle? Oh, of course I do. Okay. Do you remember the segment with Peabody and Sherman? Of course, the Wayback Machine. The Wayback Machine and mm-hmm. and the... Uh, um, I mean, I named the, my cat after Tennessee Tuxedo. You're asking me if I remember that? Right. So. <laughs> you, had, you had Peabody's... You remember Peabody's... Uh, uh, Mr. Yeah, the, Peabody's Improbable History? Yes, yes. 
Well, we're going to do Mr. Trump's improbable history. Oh, okay. we're going to explore. <laughs> we're going to explore some of his misconceptions of history. There you like, go. Like uh, the 1917 epidemic that lasted until August of 1945. Oh, very nice. And ended World War II. Oh yeah, because the, soldier, the soldiers all got sick. We know that. Yeah, like the other misconceptions he had, like uh, when Abraham Lincoln got shot at a Beyonce concert. I remember that. Actually, you remember yeah. that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and yeah. and uh, oh, and what started World War One? The assassination of Archduke Ellington. <laughs> so. We'll be exploring these things. I like it. Uh, I'm hoping maybe, maybe there'll be a follow-up with uh, Trump's fra- fractured fairy tales, too. <laughs> we already did that. Oh, did you? Oh, did you? All right. Very yeah. good. All right. Yeah, we did. But I'm sure we'll revisit it at some point. Uh, yeah, because I mean, there's a lot of them. All right. And <laughs> yeah. last but not least, Bobber, uh, what do you have? Uh, Der Braumeister. So you guys were talking earlier about that thing in Newsweek, the uh, the article. The birther, the, the, yeah. The yeah, the opinion piece. And I didn't realize until tonight when you guys were talking about it that it was written by John Eastman. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. I went to high school with John Eastman. Same guy. He was in my class. Yep. He, uh, I think he left between junior and senior year to go to move some, probably moved out west. I'm not sure where he moved to. But in junior year, he was vice president of the student, of our, of our for our class in the, the student body government. Was he a dickhead? I don't remember. Uh, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember anything about him. Uh, I looked in the yearbook from, from uh, you know when we were when we were juniors in high school, and he's got long hair and he's wearing a Schlitz T-shirt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, is, is he is he related to the Eastman Kodaks? I don't think so. Mm. No, wasn't that now? Paul McCartney's wife was an Eastman, wasn't she? Linda Eastman? I don't know. Linda Eastman, yeah. And she oh. was definitely heir to that oh, Eastman okay. Kodak. Oh, I yeah, don't know she that. was. So that? I doubt this so. guy had anything to it. Cause John, wow, have, that you know, is that's some yeah, small so, you world know, shit. I, you know, I, grew up, I grew up in a small town. You know, yeah. Way up in wow. New York. And it's definitely the same dude. Definitely yeah, the same I mean, dude. He's, I mean, he's Facebook. He's Facebook friends with all the right wingers You know, that still live up there, all the townies that never moved out. Wow, that's nuts. So, all yeah. right, very good. Anything job, else, Bobber? I have a job for you, Bob. Can you stalk him quietly and a Bob report job? back to us? Uh, are you talking about a Bob job? A, a, a Bob, well, a Bob job on Venus <laughs> Eastman. Maybe you could you could DM him and, and tell him that you have her real birth certificate. Oh, <laughs> there you go. So yeah. glad you. I, I so think, glad you. I don't think he's, he's. I mean, I read through that thing, and he's not saying she wasn't born in California. She's saying that her parents weren't. Yeah. Citizens, yeah, but you could so. open a whole new chapter and say you found her birth certificate in Jamaica. Yeah, and draw oh. one up. Draw one up in a, in crayon and send it. To yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> or Sharpie and put Donald Trump's signature on the bottom. That little <laughs> yeah. EKG. Or just Rita. put a, or, or just put a big Sharpie line around Oakland and then around Jamaica and back. Or, or better yet, <laughs> not a Sharpie, but a, but a Sharty, uh, maybe. Oh, oh um, a Sharty, yeah. yeah. 
So that is that is that is fuck bonkers right there. To quote, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, all the people that you know got out and and made and did you know made a name for themselves or whatever had to be, you know, this right wing tool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, hat tip to Sanjay Udoshi for fuck bonkers. That's his name for Trump. <laughs> so, <laughs> so fuck I like bonkers. <laughs> I love <laughs> Sanjay. Do you got to get him back uh, so, on the show, Doctor Udoshi. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to him. We'll get him back. Uh, but yeah. anyway, all right. So yeah, uh, we'll see everybody on Tuesday. Trisec will be back uh, with us uh, per usual for Tuesdays, and we'll uh, probably try and do a little bit more of a deep dive. But God knows what the hell is going to happen between now and Tuesday. And of oh. course, uh, check out uh, Geeky Gals and Guys this Sunday, seven to, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. We've been having a lot of fun. It's a, it's a show for everybody, really. I mean, there's not there shouldn't be a lot of eyes glazing over. If you if you just like pop culture movies, uh, not even you know Susan does reviews of like phone apps and stuff like that for like meditation and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. There's a little bit of something for everybody. Um, but anywho, we're gonna go ahead and ramp things up right now. Uh, everybody, don't shoot your meat and uh, <laughs> keep it away from Biden and Harris. Night. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. You know, you know what you do? You, you buy yourself a tape recorder, you just record yourself for a whole day. I think you're going to be surprised at some of your phrasing.